morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning, my neighbor. Good morning, July. Good morning. Music, talk, inspiration, in perspective. Express yourself. Good morning, my neighbor. City FM, your station. It's a refreshing lifestyle. CFM, ninety-seven point This is I the City Breakfast be Show. The See who I was, I give him away. Today, today, no longer bound by what people say. I know that I will make mistakes. I fall, but I refuse to stay. Today, I've been waiting all my life to get to the Thinking how much more of this can I take? In a minute, I'm about to break. Today, see the pain. Has purpose sort of going away? There's a harvest if you only wait. Don't walk out now, I need you to stay. Today, though we never felt winds blow Twenty-six minutes past the hour. Are you hungry and ready for change? The best chance you have to influence other people is today. Oh yes. Help somebody, heal somebody, free somebody, forgive somebody, touch somebody, love somebody, catch somebody, and let go of somebody. 
We're going to live our lives in today. We can't waste no more time. Oh, I love this song. This is Kirk Franklin. Beautiful track to bring you on to Thursday morning. It's the middle of the month of June. And we're still on the City Business Festival. We're in our second week. Business Sense brought to you by ADB, offering a variety of personal loans, including top-up loans, at significantly reduced interest rates. Enjoy a longer term of up to six years. This offer is open to non-customers as well. Call 0302210210. ADB, the People's Bank. And I'm sure you know what I'm going to say this morning. I'm going to talk about today because I think the song has inspired us so much. Kirk Franklin's song, he says, Today I'm going to help somebody. I'm going to heal somebody. I'm going to catch somebody. And I'm going to let go of somebody. Now, I'm going to give you a, a, a thought I had from one of my mentors. He says, Value yesterday, but live in today. And he says, You can't spend time living backwards. Yesterday ended last night. So get on with it. Now, yesterday's success, yesterday's failure, they are only reminders of what happened. Because the greatest determinant for tomorrow's success is today's success. So my favorite show was not the show I, I did yesterday or the show I did last week. My favorite show is today's show. And have you wondered why all the time you think about tomorrow, but actually what you have is today? Everything you've done, you have to do today. Nobody does anything tomorrow. <laughs> tomorrow is basically the today of tomorrow. You're expecting tomorrow to come, but tomorrow never comes. Because tomorrow, today will be tomorrow. So we are, we are today is Thursday, right? Friday will be in Friday. So life can be understood looking backwards, but must be lived looking forwards. So value yesterday, but live in today. Business Sense brought to you by ADB, the People's Bank. Call us on 0302-224043 as we give you that personal loan to resolve your financial problems today. So call ADB today or visit your nearest ADB branch. ADB Truly, Agric and more. The City Breakfast Show. Rise above the noise. Join the conversation on the City Breakfast Show on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash city97.3. Twitter at twitter.com forward slash city973. And Instagram at instagram.com forward slash city973. With the hashtag CityCBS. This is the, the City Breakfast Show.
34 and uh, Fidelity Japara account is here to support you in your cash collections. It's a convenient payment platform. You can do GHQR, a dedicated relationship manager is there. Free subscription to our e banking platforms, free inter account transfer, a whole lot more. Let's celebrate. Dial star 776 star zero hash. Visit fidelitybank.com.gh. Sign up for a Fidelity Japara account. It might just be the best decision you took about your business. Don't forget terms and conditions apply. Fidelity Bank, believe with us. Total is also proud to be associated with a newspaper review segment with our breakthrough innovation that ensures optimal performance for your engine. We are introducing the Quartz Engine Oil with ART. Choose Quartz from Total Energies, the engine oil that keeps your engine running younger for longer. All right, so the, the boys are here. The boys. Yeah, man. Let's hear it for the boys. <laughs> you know that song? Yeah, I know that song. Yeah, let's yeah. hear it yeah. for the boys. The boys yeah, are back. Sorry to Sky and Nathan Crowd. Gentlemen, Hola. good morning. Good morning. Good morning, man. Good morning. It's Thursday. Good morning, my brother. It means Friday is tomorrow. Charlie, Friday is tomorrow. It means tomorrow. Saturday is the next day. It means that we can win Friday. <laughs> yeah, we can't wait, man. Yeah. yeah. Lots of things happening, eh? Yep. Yep. Today, so much is happening. Today is a heavy news day. Mm-hmm. It is. For the first... Uh, time since 2023, inflation has started rising again. Have we finished chopping the six hundred million dollars? They haven't even finished reviewing the the first <coughs> tranche. So why is inflation going up again? And the thing about inflation is that's all the things that are going up is even shocking. Oh. <laughs> that is, but, but but we'll talk about that. So yeah. many things happening as well. Okay. So yeah. start with the Canadian Times. The Canadian Times says this morning, raising revenue from extractive sector. 
Ghana can bag 4.2 billion US dollars annually ah. to resolve current economic crisis. That's the IFS making that projection. Mm. Now, there's some good news for Fisherfold. Mavis Hawa Kumsun, who is the minister, is quoted here saying, government has rolled out alternative livelihood, livelihood program for 8,000 fisher uh, folk uh, during the clue season. And then also something here about judgment in fresh start of Dr. Opunike's on July 3. Okay. And protecting existing forecasts to mitigate climate change. Mm. Uh, or protect. They're asking us to protect so that we can mitigate okay. climate all right, change. All right, all right, all right. The Daily Graphic says media regulation. <clears throat> sorry. Experts oppose more pies for NMC. <laughs> so we'll get into that. Road maintenance resumes to address inconveniences. Mm. Bui Power adds 5 megawatts floating solar plant. EC sets October 3 for district level election. Mm. And farmer kills wife in front of their children. Such psycho stories. Oh, no, no. Anyway, on the back page of the Daily Graphic, Pharmacy Council cautions against purchasing from unlicensed dealers. The Chronicle says crooks thwarting Ghana's investment drive as another worker allegedly steals 251,000 Ghana cities from the employer. Mm. I'll tell you more about that. Also, Napo assures constant supply of power. GIS officer foils attempted kidnapping at Amasamang. And then Ghana won't export lithium in its <clears throat> raw state. Never. Okay, the Daily Guide says D-Day for Aisha Huang Three children burnt to death Fisheries Ministry cracks whip on illegal fishing Opuni appeal judgments July 3 and pay or take PPAs cruel that's according to the majority The Daybreak says OSP demands access to Ecom's platform GRE officials are in panic mode <laughs> Also, Balmia files nominations Friday, and then something here that says that more than seven hundred and is it seventy-five thousand kids mm -hmm. in Ghana engaged in economic activity, mm -hmm. and then Bagbin predicts Baumia versus Mahama for twenty twenty-four. <laughs> what is this? Bagbin is a poster. Yeah, <laughs> the business finder uh, finally for me restructure external debt swiftly mm. it has serious exchange rate implications that's mm. the ifs speaking okay malcolm supports girl child education and we won't export green minerals in raw state and there's a picture of mr samuel jinapo on the front page of the, the business finder anchor newspaper says senior high school graduate with five a's three b's goes into galamse after tapping what? from wine due to financial constraints shs graduate with yes. five a's and three b's yes. goes into galamse and you know this is after tapping palm wine charlie charlie let's find him and put him in school yeah that's what we have to do his photo is there yeah the photographs are here yes, about yeah, i'm, sure, I'm sure there are details in are you serious yeah this is a very how old is he uh, we'll find out we'll find inside the oh, story charlie. and then also Ga east assembly soaked in Debt, uh, giving NMC powers to buy dangerous uh, for media. That's uh, coming in from Pratt, Cabral, and others. Mm -hmm. And then there's a tragic story mm -hmm. of a speeding vehicle killing a midwife oh. at the Kolebu Kofanau Co 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 oh. Hospital. 
And oh, this happened so at the Sofo uh, Sofo line area. Yeah, that's right. Meanwhile, Ga East Assembly is doing something in yeah, the Yeah, they country. say that they, they are in debt. They can't pay their money. Oh, Ga East. Uh, Maba. Yeah. <laughs> Fred Javano. Ga East. Yeah, and then finally, the business analyst says mm. cocoa prices to be elevated mm -hmm. in second half of the year. Uh -huh. Inflation, as you stated, jumps marginally uh -huh. to 42.2% in May. Mm -hmm. Cost of borrowing to go up. How are we surviving in this economy? Well, let me go online. Citynewsroom.com. Supreme Court ruling on question case where so far Kweko Azan says. Meanwhile, Ministry of Road says exercise restraint will fix roads destroyed by rains. So that's an assurance for you. Meanwhile, CPA, Consumer Protection Agency, accuses British Airways of charging Ghanaians a $50 illegal ticket fee. Oh. And then this story about the NDC, Mahama cannot be blamed for current energy sector debt. This is John Jinapo. Because Atachian says, Mahama's energy agreements cost over $320 million for unused power. And then, as you read, COPEX says, fuel prices will rise marginally next week in the next pricing window. Now, if you go to citybusinessnews.com GRA has impounded container over alleged non-payment of duty BOG warns against 97 illegal loan apps in Ghana 97 illegal loan apps <laughs> ah so people are what so it's an app that you use to get the quick the, loan the quick and, loan and the, the they are 97. 97 it started from one all of them two, are unlicensed three, 97 and they're in the system and yeah in the system. still on city business news may inflation rises marginally to 42.2 after four consecutive uh, months of decline and then the British Airways story is also here. CPA is accusing British Airways of charging Ghanaians a $50 illegal fee. If you go to uh, my joy online, they have quite a number of uh, political stories, including uh, Bagbin. He says, Let your performing MP stay long in parliament to mature. <laughs> Speaker advises Sumana, constituents. Sumana, Sumana. Yes. And then uh, NDC is accusing MPV of bookings about 64 hotels in Asin North. <clears throat> <laughs> Look at the story. Mustafa Bande says MPP has booked 64 hotels in Asin North and its environs with no occupants in them. Who is there? Mustafa Bande. And then, this is an interesting one. If uh -huh. most people are saying Dr. Baumia, I have to align with them. Chairman Sabusu, your man. <laughs> yeah. he, said, no, he said, if if most people are saying Baumia, I have to align with them. So he's waiting for people are saying. He was speaking on uh, PM Express. He says, I support the person that I see has the greatest competence and the greatest potential to win victory for us. Yeah. I support the person that most people will support. <laughs> so, I mean, leader, the oh, leader. Yes. And then Charles Bissou says, he doesn't mind being made Ghana's next artificial lamp. <laughs> Charles Bissou. <laughs> Is that where the matter goes? Yeah, he doesn't mind. I didn't finish doing the papa now. Well, he and OSP, they will resolve their issues. Let me take you. Uh, <laughs> so that's Charles Bissou. A couple of stories. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So those are the stories. I think, let me just leave it here. You know, Tinubu is doing a lot of things in Nigeria. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He has arrested the the governor. The governor. He has also suspended their EFCC chairman Charlie. over abuse of office. So he's doing Tinubu. EFCC. Uh, he's raised yeah. petrol prices by scrapping subsidies. So he's showing that he's in power. <laughs> Charlie. So let's go into the details of the papers okay. this morning. Where yeah. do you um, want to start? I want to start from page six uh -huh. of the Daily Guide. This story. Uh, struck me yesterday. Which three one? children burnt to death. Oh, now, three school pupils have been burnt beyond recognition by an inferno while they were returning from school on Tuesday afternoon. Mm -hmm. The heartbreaking incident happened when a commercial bus in which the children aged between five and seven uh, were traveling suddenly caught fire on the road. Sadly, people who live around the Adrenasi to Hu Main Road in the Amansia Central District of the Ashanti region could not intervene. 
And according to eyewitness reports, the commercial vehicle was loaded with a number of petroleum products and gas cylinders. So the fire spread at a lightning speed. And they gave details where the school bus driver, um, his vehicle developed a fault. He offloaded these six people, this uh, six people's onto a commercial bus. Unknown to the school bus driver, the, the commercial bus had an engine fault and the bus caught fire oh. as soon as the driver started the engine oh, and the, the disaster struck. Three oh. children were trapped. Oh, right. a tragic story. Let tragic me tell story. you about inflation. May inflation has risen marginally 42.2% after four consecutive months of decreases. So inflation for May experienced a marginal increase rising from 412 mm-hmm. to 42.2. This means that the month of May general price level was 42.2% higher than it was in May last year. Month-on-month inflation between April and May this year was 4.8%. That's also an important statistic. Mm-hmm. Government statistician Samuel Nim disclosed that the main drivers, this is the main issue of inflation, were, guess what, food and non-alcoholic beverages, which was about 52%, housing, water, electricity, gas, and other fuels, and then transportation. Okay. And then he was speaking to journalists at Kumasi Technical University. He stressed that the data from the GSS is credible as extensive research had been conducted. And now, the most expensive region in Ghana is where? Greater Accra region. Charlie, let's leave the region. I'm going to throw in around. <laughs> <laughs> so he gave that information. We'll talk to him later. Let's on. Let's go with the details. economy. If yes. you go to page 11, yeah. uh, there's a story on the Ghanaian Times page there that says um, Ghana can back 4.2 billion US dollars annually. And the story, the story is actually by Asari Kinsley, who says that mm-hmm. the government has been urged to focus on the extractive sector to raise revenue as part of efforts to revive the economy under the International Monetary Fund Extended Credit Facility Program instead of relying on taxes. Now, the Institute of Fiscal um, Studies, an economic and financial think tank, said Ghana could raise more than 4.2 billion US dollars annually from the extractive sector to prop up the economy mm-hmm. from the current crisis, which is more than the $3 billion government is raising from the IMF over the next three years as mm-hmm. part of the mm. ECF with the okay. fund. Now, let's stay with the economy, economy. briefly because we're told that the fees mm-hmm. uh, is uh, rolling out some um, li- alternative livelihood program for 8,000 fishers during this close season. Mm-hmm. Now, Cliff Ekufu says that the Ministry Staff for uh, Fisheries and Aquaculture, Mrs. Mevisawa Kumsen, mm. uh, said the alternative livelihood program rolled out by the outfit uh, to cushion fishers mm-hmm. during the close season will be scaled up to cover 8,000 fishers this year. Mm-hmm. Now, the alternative program, apart from uh, directly supplying all affected persons along the entire value chain mm-hmm. of the industry with household support, would also introduce them to other economic activities. Now, the alternative mm-hmm. livelihood uh, included training in masonry, mm-hmm. carpentry, mm-hmm. dressmaking, mm-hmm. hairdressing, mm-hmm. electronics, and auto engineering. Right. Okay, if you go to page two of the Business Finder, IFS, mm-hmm. the Institute of uh, the Institute for Fiscal Studies, mm-hmm. has advised a speedy restructuring mm-hmm. of the external components of Ghana's public debt stock. Mm-hmm. Since course, the external debt component has serious exchange rate implications right. and is the main trigger of the current macroeconomic instability. Now, the IFS made this statement when it addressed journalists in Accra um, as it communicated its review of Ghana's extended credit facility program with the IMF. Now, right. you had uh, Dr. Said Boachi speaking. Let me give you two function. quick economic stories. Uh, fuel prices to go up marginally in the next pricing window, according to COPEC. 
and this increase has been attributed to the depreciation of the city against the major currencies this is citybusinessnews.com so there will be a modest increase ranging from between two and five percent mm. compared to current price now the other one is that bog has said that there are over 97 illegal loan apps in ghana now some of these mm-hmm. apps or all these apps are supposed to have um, had a specific type of license and then they are offered on the market without prior license or authorization from the bog some of the names are flash cash Hmm. Accra, GH Lending, More Loan, Rapid CD, 100 CD, CD Help, Masedi Consult, CD Boom, Cash Loan Pro, Air Cash, Aquaba Payment, For Credit, Ghana Lending, Match Loans Ghana, Musia, Momo Cash Loans, Prime Loan, Easy Access Loan, Cash Pal Online Loan, Happy Loan, Money Loan App, Mega Credit, Lemon Wallet, Coco Cash, Cola Cash, Cash Cola. <laughs> Coco cash, cola cash, cash cola. What is next? Coco cash. Now I use it to buy Coco. Cola cash. I use it to buy cola. Cash cola. Cash and then cash star. And then and then bit cash. And then cash cash. And then you cash. And then fun cash. And then there's you cash. My best one. You know what? There's one. There's one called Fufu credit. Now I use it to buy yeah. Fufu. When the governor can you give them two glasses. Fufu. Seriously, through CD, quick cash, Bosiapa, derived cash, eagle cash, cash wave. All these, these all in existence. No, my favorite is Fufu, ca- fufu credit. Charlie, <laughs> <laughs> brothers, you the folks listening, please, if you have dealt with this. Go to our website, the whole list is Yeah, there. you should send us messages yeah. on 0549986996. You What's your experience Coco with Fufu cash. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, the fufu credit be deadly. <laughs> you take it to Albamami. And just blow your time, man. I'll give you the full list later. Okay. I want you to take me to the the, the seven is the student the the anchor paper. Okay, let me take you to yes. the anchor on, on the, that, yes. that twenty one. That's a very important. Yeah, story. it's a very important yeah. story. Yeah, the story is by Gifty Arthur in the anchor page two, and mm. the story says the dream of a twenty-one year old senior oh. high school graduate to further his education and become a lawyer oh this oh. guy let's abduct him mm. oh appears to be at the verge of uh, shattering because of financial constraints mm. forcing him to enter illegal mining operation otherwise called galamsey mm. now stephen coomson oh such a beautiful name um, who studied general arts in uh, senior high school and obtained five a's and three b's huh. in the 2021 west africa senior uh, secondary school certificate examination was he mm-hmm. mm-hmm. had desired to pursue his dream career oh. at the university prior to being uh, enticed into Galamsey by a friend the young man engaged in other menial jobs like palm wine tapping and Charlie. bush hunting with his uncle as part of his hustle but none of these could fetch him much where is he where's the journalist can the journalist connect us to him we need yeah, to find so out think, more uh, because it's, it's a very good story yeah, that's a very good story. it's a human interest story yeah, that's right, five is and two three b's yeah, right. very good details of what course did you do I did general arts. Oh, Charlie. Yeah, and he wants to be a lawyer. So I think let's let's help support this young man. Even the uncle can organize <coughs> donations for him. Now, yeah. the CPA is accusing British Airways of charging Ghanaians an illegal $50 fee 
the consumer protection agency has accused british airways of charging Ghanaians seeking to pay airline tickets an additional 50 dollars insisting that the extra fee is illegal the cpa slammed british airways in a statement and asked the firm to stop the charge with immediate effect cpa's attention has been drawn to the illegal practice by british airways with regards to paying for your airline tickets with cash a standard chartered bank and standard chartered bank have decided to charge the 50 dollars for paying off your ticket at their branches this is an illegal practice and we are urging b to stop it immediately cpa said in a statement now city news have made try to make contact with standard chartered bank they say they will issue a statement on this uh, we have also sent a message to ba for their side of the story they haven't responded yet okay. but the cpa is alleging that the charge is part of an agreement between the airline and the bank stressing that the passengers should not be caught in the middle of their, any agreement or arrangement between the two firms yeah. and they say per their investigation this is an illegal payment which should not be allowed to go so we are waiting for a response from the okay. bank yeah. and also from the airline all right let's do some road stories yes. uh, page 20 mm. of the daily graphic says road maintenance resumes to address inconveniences mm. now the ministry of roads and highways has assured the public mm -hmm. that measures are being put in place to repair critical sections of roads mm -hmm. which have gone bad across the country uh-huh a section of the public has expressed concern over potholes and gullies that have developed on roads, including construction sites of stored road projects as a result of the recent heavy rains. Mm -hmm. The ministry said maintenance works were underway at some locations, and they also explained that significant volumes of, of work were being done to expand the country's road Which network. road are they fixing? The story is very long. Uh -huh. Just tell us. Because city used to be saying that the government... Well, it doesn't, say, it doesn't say. It, the, yeah, the, but that's what we want to know. Uh -huh. So what are they saying? It's like... We will fix the roads. Uh -huh. That's essentially what the road means. Yeah, Charlie, we need we need we need dates <laughs> and times yeah. and places. Yeah, but you know? yeah. Well, they just quickly let me draw your attention to this story on the front page of the Chronicle. Actually, details on page three. Mm -hmm. uh, there's a gentleman in court. Just mm -hmm. to summarize, because some the print is bad. Mm -hmm. uh, the name is Gideon Mark William. He's oh, 28 years old, and um, until recently was working with Grace Has Found as Company Limited. Mm -hmm. According to this particular story, he apparently embezzled hey. close to 251,000 Ghana cities, belonging <coughs> to the employer. He's been put before court and um, he's pleading not guilty to the charge now we're told that the accused person during investigation offered his 2017 Hyundai Elantra unregistered salon so it means he stole the money which was valued at 80,000 Ghana cities to defray some of the debt with the outstanding <laughs> balance of 171,160 now you know the, the, the reason this is troubling is that look people are struggling every day to get a job you go out of this office people want to talk to you about jobs you know when you get the opportunity i'm not saying that he's guilty because the matter is before court but i'm just saying that if you get the opportunity to work somewhere please <laughs> be honest about it mm -hmm. don't yeah. go and rip off the employer everybody is hot i wanted to give you the chairman's story if you still want yeah, to go on. yes 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 so it says if people say about me then i'll go about me but if people say something <laughs> so majority of the chairman's so has pitched camp with some 100 legislators who have thrown their weight behind the MPP flag bearer hopeful Dr. Mahmoud Baumia. Mm -hmm. According to him, his decision is born out of his ability to listen to the voice of the people uh -huh. and go in their preferred direction. Yes. Although the Swami MP did not emphatically say he has taken a side, mm -hmm. he hinted yes. that his choice was influenced by popular request. Yes. Speaking on PM Express, he said, I support the person I see has the greatest competence and the greatest potential to win <coughs> victory for us. Mm -hmm. I support the person who has the greatest potential to win. Mm -hmm. Then he goes on to say, Dr. Baumia, what did you say? Many say has the 
potential? Well, I'm a leader. Mm-hmm. And so I go with what most people say. <laughs> most of the people say in my party, Dr. Abamia, I have to align with them. Meanwhile, today... Our people say that, eh? Bolono viekpe. Is that a warning? <laughs> is that a threat? That sounds like everything that a young man I is talking about. I didn't understand what you said. Bolono viekpe. Ne jimela. If you don't get hurt, no, follow the, the, the masses. The, the oh, so to be a leader, you don't have to follow necessarily. You can't you. Don't let the the head wag you. Now the, the tail should wag the dog. The tail should not wag the head. And you said it's bolono. Bolono viekpe. Ne jimela. Thank you. Yeah, you By the way, today on 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 the situation room, we will be releasing the latest poll from MPP delegates okay. on who is leading. Okay. So maybe when he watches that, he should release the thing here. No, it's still we are compiling the oh, data. Give <laughs> you, you tell us. No, it's a very close race. Yeah, give it but you, or you want to tell on the main show? Yeah, yeah just give it. Very, I'll give you the first. As, as they are. I want to give you two, two stories that I'm talking about. Mia Files uh, on Friday. Yes, I want to give you two stories. The president has announced a state-assisted burial for late Professor Mataidu. Very, very good. No, I don't want to say state burial and state-assisted. President Akufuado has announced a state-assisted funeral for the late Professor Mataidu. The writer, considered one of the country's finest, died last month after a short illness. At a meeting to officially inform the president of her demise, the family of the late writer said the funeral rites will begin July 13 and end on 16 July. Yeah. And uh, the president says he's happy with the arrangements mm-hmm. and that the state will assist. And we know Mataedu, <coughs> born 1940 in uh, a place called Abiazi Chiako mm-hmm. near Salt Pond. And then she was famous for a number of plays and books. Anoa being one of the most uh, uh, highly rated ones, mm-hmm. went to Wesley Girls High School, University of Ghana, Ligon. Dilemma yeah. of a Ghost being another yeah. of the important books she wrote. Second story that I think is interesting to just highlight, Asantene is to mediate in the Boku conflict. Asabi was talking about this earlier in the news. So, and I think this is a good thing. Chief Justice Minister says that Asantene is, uh, has expressed optimism that he can help resolve the recurring conflict in the Boku area. And uh, so the chief minister is making use of traditional authority okay. to solve some of these problems, which I think okay. is, is commendable indeed. Mm-hmm. And then I will give you a China story. So in Nigeria, Buhari is doing everything. So <laughs> we hope that not Buhari, Tinubu, Tinubu. He has suspended his EFCC chairman mm-hmm. over alleged abuse of office. He has arrested his his um, his governor of the central bank. Mm-hmm. But as we speak, Nigeria's currency, the naira, has plunged. Oh. Yeah, so Bloomberg is reporting that the Naira has plunged as Nigeria lets currency break through control. Banks being told that money supply and demand will determine the rates. Mm-hmm. Nigeria has reset its monetary policy after sucking the central bank head. Mm-hmm. So they're trying to do a fixed rate. They are allowing the, the rate to float. Yeah. So that's, And then the other story about China is that China's economic recovery has weakened okay. because of two things. Mm-hmm. Industrial and retail activity have slowed down. You see what I was talking about retail yesterday. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. China's economic recovery weakened in May as growth in industrial output and retail sales mm-hmm. slowed down, putting pressure on policymakers to step up a stimulus. So yeah. you can look at retail sales and uh, manufacturing to determine where an economy is going. Yeah, but I thank you so much. Uh, the, the young man's details are received there, so we'll talk about this now. Yes, yes, thank you, Sky. That was the newspaper review. Coming up next is the City Business News. This is the, the City Breakfast Show. City Business News next with uh, Nila Tilati. Good morning. 
Good morning, Bernard. Hello to you out there. Welcome to the breakfast edition of City Business News, proudly brought to you by MTN Goyle and powered by your most comprehensive business news website, citybusinessnews.com. This morning, economist and finance lecturer at the University of Ghana Business School, Dr. Patrick Isumin, is pointing to the recent adjustment in utility tariffs for the marginal rise in inflation. Inflation for May 2023 has experienced a marginal increase from 41.2% in April 2023 to 42.2% after four consecutive decreases this year. According to Dr. Isumin, although the currency has remained relatively stable, the impact of these utility adjustments raises concerns about the overall economic situation. It is, it is not good news, I think, but it is somewhat expected. Um, you know, after four consecutive months of decline, we are probably beginning to think that you know, we are now finally on a sustained path of disinflation. So to see the inflation in up even though only marginally, I think it's, it just tells us that there's a lot more work to do to stabilize prices a little bit. You get the sense that um, a lot of it is the pass-through effect from the recent uh, adjustment in utility prices. But, you know, because the currency has been relatively stable. It just tells us that all is still not well, and there's still a lot of work to be done. If you look at what has happened with the recent steep uh, price increases, uh, increases in uh, tariffs or utility tariffs. You you kind of expected that it was going to halt, you know, the progress. So it is not too surprising. That was economist and finance lecturer at the University of Ghana Business School, Dr. Patrick Isumin. Still on the economy and the government is being encouraged to expedite the external debt restructuring and seek permanent debt service savings for impactful relief. Uh, under the IMF program, external financing gap estimates indicate that Ghana's balance of payments and foreign reserves positions remain under stress, with their outlook substantially dependent on the country securing concrete external debt relief. Senior Research Fellow and Acting Executive Director of the Institute of Fiscal Studies, Dr. Said Wachi says government needs to accelerate the external debt restructuring negotiations to further improve fiscal and microeconomic certainty. We believe that the restructuring of the external debt component of Ghana's public debt has not been given the agency that it deserves. Even though the underlying ECF supported program has been given full approval by the executive board of the IMF, as stated in the introduction, details of the negotiations and the kind of savings to be made regarding the external debt restructuring are not yet known. As given that the external debt component of Ghana's public debt has serious exchange rate implications, the main trigger of the current macroeconomic instability. We expected the government and its IMF World Bank partners to pay greater attention to the restructuring of the external debt. We do not, therefore, understand why the restructuring of the external debt has been made contingent on the completion or sources of the domestic debt restructuring. The estimated external financing gap, net of IMF and World Bank pledged financing of 10.5 billion over 2023 to 2026 suggests that a deep external debt restructuring is required, which underlines the need for the government to seek a speedy and impactful debt relief. You heard Senior Research Fellow and Acting Executive Director of the Institute of Fiscal Studies, Dr. Said Boache.
away from that and some forex bureaucrats have attested to the marginal stability of the cd although they expect a further stability in the coming days this comes at a time when the local currency recorded a marginal gain of 0.43% in the retail market. However, the CD has depreciated against the pound and the euro. And City Business News has been interacting with some Forex Bureau operators on business activities following the currency's performance. In about two weeks now, uh, the rate has been a little stable, but due to the, I think, the hedge people are going to Mecca, I think the rate has started going up a little but not much, and so that's why you see the rate has gone up to 12 cities. But it was a bit stable in about two weeks. Time. As it is right now, we can say the city is quite stable for about a month now right now. It's about for about a month now, it's been quite stable. But as to whether it has gained some strength, anyway, they have a way of, but with regards to our market here, we we'll say it's quite stable. We say it's quite stable. And for instance, the U.S. dollars has been quite stable, but... The pound is up. The euro is a bit up. And other currencies, I wouldn't, they, they, they've also been stable. But the U.S. dollars, okay, we hope that it stays where it is or it gets better. But as it is right now, we'll say it's a bit stable for now. Those were some Forex Bureau operators. Now, cassava production in the central region is said to receive a major boost as the Ghana Atomic Energy Commission moves to support cassava growers and extension officers on using agricultural technology in maximizing production. Director for Biotechnology and Nuclear Agriculture Research Institute of the Commission, Dr. Michael Osai, is urging farmers to come on board to enhance cassava production in the region. What I would like to tell our cassava producers is that the way we produce cassava in this country is the reason we are getting the low yields. And if you look across the world, our yields are the lowest. And one of the key things that we need to do is to begin to adopt science, technology, and innovation in our farming. And a lot of technology has been developed in not only in Binari, but in all the CSR institutions and in our universities on cassava systems. But the adoption rate is what is the problem now. So we would urge the Ghanaian farmer to look for these technologies, we will be going out to the farmers as well. We have demonstration farms, especially in the southern part of the country. We have about six demonstration sites across the country. One is in a, a village called Anumaobi uh, in Bojasi, where we'll be on Friday for, uh, to meet farmers and to meet uh, the extension officers and talk, and talk to them about uh, this program. So I'll urge them to look out for these technologies and adopt these technologies. If you have cassava sticks that have been circulated in the system for 30 years and more, we haven't had any replacement. And as they go through the system like that, they accumulate viruses, and these viruses reduce their yield potential. Dr. Michael Osai is Director for Biotechnology and Nuclear Agricultural Research Institute of the Ghana Atomic Energy Commission. Now, the Chief Executive Officer of Busara Africa, Taka Wari, has stated that creating a conducive environment is critical to building a winning small and medium-sized enterprises team. She notes that this will ensure the success of the business, especially in current economic hardships. Taka Wari made these remarks on the City Business Festival 2023 on-air series on the topic, Building Winning Teams. It's okay. creating a conducive environment mm -hmm. for them to thrive. Mm -hmm. huh? As leaders, you have to set the tone for what needs to happen within other teams. So we talked about breaking silos. Mm -hmm. huh? So having different departments start mm -hmm. to work with each other. If they can see 
that within the senior management team, mm -hmm. they are not working together. They are not a team. Mm. Why do you expect huh, that the different... Exactly. Yeah? Mm. So the conducive environment means, mm. one, you model it mm -hmm. right from the top, but the broader organizational culture mm -hmm. has to be one that's collaborative and rewards collaboration. It's not rewarding the divas, the, mm. what did you call them, the, the ones who are the always prima one, the prima donnas. Huh? Mm. If people start to see that that's what's rewarded in the organization mm. and collaboration is seen as... Uh, that was the Chief Executive Officer of Busara Africa, Taka Awori. The full conversation is later this morning at 9 a.m. on the City Breakfast Show. This year's edition of the City Business Festival is powered by City TV and City FM in partnership with APSA and is proudly sponsored by MTN Momo, MTN Business and ZP with support from Gesal. On to the Interbank Foreign Exchange Markets now where banks trade amongst themselves. The dollar remained unchanged and is selling at 10 CDs 98 pesos. The British pound gained 9 pesos and is selling at 13 CDs 95 pesos. The euro gained 6 pesos and is selling at 11 CDs 92 pesos. However, as some forex bureaus in the capital, the dollar is selling at 11 CDs 70 pesos, while the British pound is selling at 14 CDs 60 pesos and the euro is going for 12 CDs 55 pesos. Let's now join Mark Jordan Sikanati of Data Bank for the latest updates on the bonds market. Investors exchange a total face value worth 17.1 million Ghana cities across limited segments of the new bonds in the first two sessions of this week. At the close of market session on Tuesday, the Data Bank bond index advanced to 85.33 points with a weighted yield to maturity of 12.14%. On the money market this week, the Treasury aims to raise 3.8 billion Ghana cities across the 91-day to the 364-day bills. The uptake will cover estimated maturities worth 3.6 billion Ghana cities. That was Mark Jordan Sikanati of Data Bank. And that does it for the breakfast edition of City Business News, proudly brought to you by MTN Goyle and Powered by your most comprehensive business news website, citybusinessnews.com. The business news returns at 1 p.m. with the afternoon's edition. My name is Ni Lati Lati. Do have a good business day. Join the conversation on the City Breakfast Show on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash city97.3, Twitter at twitter.com forward slash city973, and Instagram at instagram.com forward slash city973 with the hashtag CityCBS. 713 City Business News was brought to us by Goyle. When you run out of fuel, don't just stop anywhere and top up by heart. Insist on Goyle, our Super XP on 95 and Diesel SP are the best quality fuels on the market. The Super XP on 95 is a high-grade fuel sold at the same price as normal fuel. The Goyle XP is low in sulfur, making it an eco-friendly option for your vehicle. With over 440 stations across the nation, join the family that rewards you with quality for an energized driving experience. With MTN and MCOPA device finance, you can now buy a sleek and trendy smartphone and enjoy the luxury of paying in amazing, easy, daily, weekly, or monthly installment plans. Come to any of our MTS service centers at Accra Central, Achimota Mall, Dansoman, Medina, Tudu, or Circle. Choose your favorite from a wide range of mobile phones on offer. All phones come with 2 gig free data so you can share your pictures and get all the biggest scoops online for the first six months. Kickoff is next. Brought to you by Lesherhu. For over a decade, we've been supporting the investment goals of our customers with attractive solutions. 
with easy access to track your funds. We offer flexible deposit products for 91 day, 182 day, and 365 days. Get in touch with Lasero Savings and Loans, a trusted safe haven for your investment. And attention to all our trotro taxi truck and bus drivers buying fuel i shall just got more rewarding you can get your health insurance for your family car insurance groceries for home and so much more every time you buy fuel at shell you earn points that can be redeemed for any of these incredible offers buy fuel at shell join the shell club keep filling up for benefits because shell day for you Time for kickoff. Mr. Faye is here. Good morning, Gabby. <laughs> Good morning, Bernard. Thursday morning. Welcome on board to kickoff for 97.3 CTFM with me, Gabby Ofe. Coming up, it's match day for the Black Meteors all the way in Egypt. That's a pre-tournament friendly against the defending champions later today. Also coming up. cement their place in the final you bet he can Luka Modric but that's the last action of the night Croatia have been magnificent they thoroughly deserve their place in the final they've won tonight by four goals Alright, so Croatia, one went away from their first major title after beating host uh, the Netherlands in a dramatic UEFA Nations League uh, semi-final. More reactions coming up in a bit. Alright, my name is Gabby Ofe and we start off with this where Black Stars head coach Chris Uten says he's only concerned about shocking positive results for the national team ahead of Ghana's game against Madagascar on Sunday. Hilton will manage what will be his third game as gaffer of the team when Ghana go away to Madagascar in their penultimate game of the 2023 African Cup of Nations qualifiers. Now, according to him, his priority is to deliver the needed results despite the absence of some key players on Sunday. Okay, so firstly, um, uh, as regards our plans, is that we uh, the the biggest part of, of management uh, is uh, is having to be adaptable. You know, you you know this would not be the first camp, the game that uh, we've had players that um, that we expected to be here that couldn't be here for whatever reason, injury mostly. So this is always part and parcel of it, and that's why we have the squad that we have, and for. What we always say for somebody that potentially, potentially might have been a starter, it's an opportunity for somebody else. And um, this is this is an international squad, and we'd we'd like to think that there is no absolute standout first eleven. What we would like to think is that there are, whatever the squad is, 23, 24, 25 players that are all pushing, that are all pushing to to want to start. Uh, that's one uh, expectation. <coughs> As a coach, you um, uh, always have to give the players all of the full information. And uh, when we do our, our homework and when we watch the opposition, um, there, there isn't one opposition that we see that we think, are we going to win this game easy? There isn't one. Uh, uh, every international team is fighting to do well. And Madagascar would be uh, no different. They are playing at home. They need to get results. 
So we would expect we would expect a difficult game, uh, and it will be up to us and it will be up to our performance to to see you know what the outcome is. Um, but we will we will be a team that will be ready, and um, it, it will be a tough game. Yeah. All right, so that's our Black Stars golfer Chris Hilton speaking there. Well, let's also hear from Vice President of the Ghana Football Association, Marcado, spurring the players on to clinch the maximum points against Madagascar in the penultimate group E game. What, are, what people expect or the nation expects from the Black Stars under normal circumstances is that qualification is given. You know, usually it's how far we go, you know, semifinals or finals. That's the expectation. So um, this time around, it hasn't been that. It's not been that difficult, but at the same time, it hasn't been that quick enough. So, we are where we are. Um, I believe if we win this game, then we automatically qualify. So, this is a very important game ahead of us. And we are praying that um, we will get the results that we want, coach. And the whole nation is behind you. Uh, We're looking forward to this engagement and we are very hopeful. All right, they are very hopeful. That's the words of Mercado. He's the vice president of the Ghana Football Association. And the team, they held their third training sessions uh, yesterday at the Accra Sports Stadium. will depart to Antananarivo later uh, today. Well, for the Afghan qualifiers, Sudan, uh, South Sudan, they lost to Gambia by three goals to two. South Oman Principe also lost to Guinea-Bissau. Guinea um, lost to Egypt. So what this means is that Egyptians have qualified for the Afghan. Guinea remained second with nine points and only need a draw in the final qualification match uh, in September to get a ticket to the Afghan. Well, speaking of Egypt, Ghana will face the defending champions later today in a pre-tournament friendly ahead of the U23 Afghan um, in Morocco. Coach Ibrahim Tanko will build out and Esnia Makamadin Silimana and Ranford Dubois Kanisdorfa who joined the team later in Egypt after the Black Stars Afcon qualifier against Madagascar on June 18. The Black Meteors, they were in the same group with Egypt at the 2019 ed- uh, edition with both teams progressing to the next phase. Let's hear from Godwin Trump. He's the assistant coach of the Black Meteors. Honestly speaking, uh, we the technical men, we are really glad that we are playing against Egypt. Uh, they are one of the top gents in this tournament. They are the defending champions, Egypt and Algeria and uh, Morocco, which we all know that they are on top of African football now. And uh, we have already played against Algeria in two qualifiers, and we had a chance of uh, monitoring their way of play, and we are able to win the game. Now we are going to play against Egypt in the friendly. It's very, very important. If you want to be the best, you must always mingle out with the best. So playing against Egypt... It's a very uh, good, friendly game for us to, to I mean, uh, see how the team will gel up and then also see how the, the performance will be like. Players' confidence-wise, evaluation of the players, their capacity, how they are going to behave against the, the toughest side, which is Egypt, before we go to the tournament. Because we have the Morocco there. So playing a friendly against Egypt is very, very good for us to play against Egypt. All right, so that's Gordon Trump speaking to City Sports there. Let's also hear from Federica Champon, who is the management committee chairman, speaking on the friendlies lined up for the Black Meteors. We could have gotten, I mean, um, a good start to play. We're talking about the defending champions. We're talking about Egypt, who have also qualified for um, the under 23 Afghan. And so I think that it will be a, um, a very, very good match for us. And then to you know complement the preparations we are doing for the tournament. So now we're playing against Egypt under 23, the defending champions of the U23 Afcon here in Alexandra. After that, we we'll spend a day here and then we'll go back to Cairo 
uh, to continue the preparation. The carry to we've lined up a match. I think we play on the 19th um, against a club side on the on the on the 19th of June, and then in two days time, which will be 21st, because the tournament will start 24th. So 21st, we plan to travel from Kerio to Morocco to begin the tournament proper. All right, so that's Frederick Champon. He's uh, the chairman for the Black Meteors Management Committee. Uh, well, away from that, let's do some beach soccer updates where the Ghana Beach Soccer League is making a comeback this weekend after a nine-year break. This season marks the first time the league has been held under the Ghana Football Association since uh, Beach Soccer joined the association. Yao Kusi Awari, uh, the vice president of Beach Soccer Committee, has been sharing insights on what the public can anticipate from the rebranded league in an interview with City Sports. Well, uh, the Ghanaians should expect uh, a very big coming back for the Beach of Uh For the past years, we've been doing this with, with the help of Carvac. And uh, we've never even learned a, um, a fall down before. And this time, FA be on board. FA, for the first time, a Beach of Carlin, a football association, I think this time is going to be a very big as I keep saying. So the fans should expect. A, a, a new beach soccer season. All right, so that's the vice president of the beach soccer committee, Yao Jemfikusi Awari, speaking there. Now to the UEFA Nations League semi-finals, Croatia they moved to a huge, uh, they moved a huge step closer to a first ever major trophy after coming from behind to beat the Netherlands uh, 4-2 in the UEFA Nations League semi-final. The keep in Rotterdam, Ronald Koeman's turbulence returned to the Dutch hot seat continued as the Orange lost for the first time in the, this UEFA Nations League cycle. Luka Modric with a final goal for the Croats in the 160-minute uh, securing victory for his side. Modric has been speaking. He says his focus is with the national team and not speculations surrounding his Madrid future. In front of us, we have a very important team, and that's where my focus is ahead of the match. And when it comes to the future, my future in Real Madrid, as I've said many times, and that's all I can share with you at the moment. This is something I'm having to keep repeating, and I would like not to keep repeating this. Let me emphasise that my focus is on the match that Croatia is playing. After the match, I might go back and talk about other things. All right, so that's uh, Luka Modric speaking then. So that second semi-final will see Spain taking on Italy uh, later today at 6.45 p.m. This will be De La Fuente's third game in charge of the Spanish team. Now, to some uh, transfer updates and Newcastle line talks with uh, Inter Milan over a move for Medford and Nicolo Barella. Talks are centered around a potential £50 million transfer. Uh, we know Eddie Howe is a big fan and uh, Newcastle are hopeful of securing that deal. Chelsea have also rejected Manchester United's opening bid for uh, Mason Mount, the offer is thought to be worth £40 million. United are looking at a number of other players and would be prepared to walk away from any deal. Mount has one year left on his contract at Stamford Bridge and there is a great feeling he wants to make the move to the Red Devils. Wrapping up uh, with this story where Fatima, Fatima Samurai uh, she'll step down after seven years as FIFA Secretary General to spend more time with her family. Appointed back in 2016, the 60-year-old will oversee this year's Women's World Cup in Australia and New Zealand before leaving at the end of the year. During Samurai's time as head of FIFA's administration, women's football has become more popular and more organised. So that's the regards to that. That's a wrap here on Kickoff. We've got more stories for you on citysportsonline.com. You can also head to Twitter as well as citysportsgh. Back later at 5pm with Sports Flash. My name is Gabby Ofer. Enjoy the rest of your day. Take care and bye-bye. This is the City Breakfast Show.
I was living could stop serving rocks. Now when a cop says hot, when I'm on the block, and I wish my brother would have made bail so I won't have to travel six hours to see him in jail, and I wish that my grandmother wasn't sick or that we would just come up on some stacks and hit a lick, and I wish my homies wouldn't have to suffer when the streets get the upper hand on us and we lose a brother, and I wish I could go deep in the zone and lift the spirits of the world with the words within the song, and I wish I could teach a soul to fly, take away the pain out your hands and help you hold them high, and I wish my homie Butch was still alive, and on the day of his death we had never took that ride, and I wish that God could protect us from the wrong so that all the soldiers that were sent overseas come home, and uh, we will never break, though they never stay, we shall motivate, and we gotta pray, all we gotta stay, instead of thinking about who gon' die today, the Lord is gon' help you feel better, so you ain't gotta cry today, sit at the light so long, and then we gotta move straight forward, cause we fight so strong, so when right go wrong, just say a little prayer, get your money, man, like goes Though on. I'm hopeful, yes I am, hopeful for today, take this... 7.34, I have a, a question for you, so Sky, I was asking which is the most expensive region, and we all know it's the Great Accra region, but listeners, which region has the most expensive bread? Yevubolo. The most expensive bread. Brodo. Yeah, and which region has the most expensive planting? Yeah, it's all, it's all. I think the this report by the GSS is really, really good. We, we'll speak to Samuel Lenin later this morning. I like some of the information they've put out there in terms of food prices. Mm-hmm. You know, we used to say, oh, if you go, like when you go on trek, you go and buy plantain, very cheap. Mm-hmm. And then when you come, Accra is expensive. So yes, Accra is the most expensive region. Mm-hmm. But there are some regions which are also very expensive. That's crazy. Yeah. Especially and, and the most expensive region for plantain is not Great Accra. <laughs> Meanwhile, Great Accra doesn't grow that much plantain. Can you imagine that? The most expensive region for millet is not Accra. Millet. Yes. The other thing we also noticed was that things that are packaged, like milk, tin tomatoes, the prices don't vary that much. But things that people have to measure for you. Yeah, olunka. Olunka or beef. Mm-hmm. It's not good. The variations are too much. Too much, yeah. Mm, we'll get we'll enter the report. All right, what's happening today? City Business Festival today. My guest is Taka Wari. We're speaking about how to build a winning SME team, and uh, that's at 9:05. The business festival this week is focusing on building resilient SMEs. And my guest will be talking about how to build a winning team. It's a very interesting interview because in the interview, I asked as many questions as I I was asked. Because I was trying to interview her about how to, and she was her point was that I built a winning team, so I should also tell her how I I, I managed you guys. <laughs> so <laughs> I don't know how that interview. <laughs> so that's at nine o five. You want to listen to that? It was it was more like two people questioning each other. So it's a very different interview. So I started the interview by asking her question, and she also started asking me questions. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> she said, "How do you, how do you keep somebody like Sky on your team? How oh, do you keep Sky happy?" Oh, I see. Yeah. I so I had to answer those questions. So that's at 9.05, Business Festival, brought to you by APSA Bank, mm. with uh, sponsorship from MTN Momo, MTN Business, and ZP. The other question I have, so apart from the food prices, mm-hmm. the BOG announced 97 illegal online, online loan, loan apps. apps. <laughs> and I, I think Godfrey mm-hmm. requires a conversation about many things, about where people get help when they need money. Because... Some of the rates they so this is what the, these guys will do. They will give Nathan Kwao two hundred CDs and ask him to pay in a week. And they'll say he should pay maybe two hundred and fifty CDs in a week. It does even if it's cheap. So it's a very draconian interest rate. Loan but it's a quick loan because Nathan is hot. Alright. And if Nathan doesn't pay, they will go on his social media and start shaming him. 
That's what they do. Oh, they, oh yeah. They, yeah, they, yeah, they, yeah. They, they, he has come for him and doesn't want to pay. They'll go on Twitter, they'll say, they'll go on Instagram. They'll go to his Akraka page and go and finish him there. Oh, really? That's what they do. They will damage ah! They spoil you like that, but they will chase him to his church. Oh. They will finish him. That's what they do. So by the time they turn pays that two fifty. Yeah, it's it has been damaged. Oh. And people who are desperate go. So I think it's very important that the Bank of Ghana release their list because they are trying to say that before you can give people money in a public platform, you must be licensed. Mm-hmm. All right. And if you are using social media to do it, mm-hmm. you, you have some rules you have to obey. So all these guys just set up these things and they use it to do a lot of online bullying for full credit and things. It's not good. Oh. Cola cash. Cash. Yeah. Cola. It's challenge seriously. So, and it's, there are a lot of people who go and... And the other thing I need to say about this is that mm-hmm. people to go... This is what people used to do, which is why the sim registration is good. Yep. He goes to buy four sims. <laughs> he goes to MTMM. MTN gives him a loan. He won't pay. Then he'll take the chip from the MTN. Yeah, he's, he's going to take maybe a thousand from MTN. He won't pay. Mm-hmm. Then he'll go and get another one from Vodafone. Take a loan. Mm-hmm. And he's changing the chips. So if they didn't register all these chips, they'll be doing that business. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, so a lot of crime with online things. So I, I think the registration of the SIM is important. The, 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 the question I have though is, how are they able to get those apps onto... Without, yeah, without any... Like, why is there no rule around how you load apps onto the Apple Store and all of these things? I don't even know where it's this guy. There's a couple of things I'll say. I don't know that much about this, but you see, there's something called open source. Mm-hmm. So the internet is really not as regulated as you think. And there That's are some true. people who have a lot of computing brain power who believe that internet, everything should be free because they don't trust regulators. Mm-hmm. So there are so many things you can do online that cannot be regulated. Yeah, but you see, when it comes to a package of the kind that they are selling to people, which is essentially a product yeah. online, I think there should be some regulation around it. I mean, Of which of the... So, okay, let me ask you. You are from a WhatsApp group for three towns senior high school. Mm-hmm. So you, you and your 15 friends are there, or mm-hmm. 50 friends. Mm-hmm. Which agency will... So are you saying that somebody should apply to somebody so that they will say... Richie Sky wants to start a WhatsApp group for three towners, or he wants to start a te- Telegram group. Mm-hmm. You see, Which, so are, are they going to go to NCA? No, no, no. They don't have the capacity to regulate it. No, no. My <laughs> argument is more to do with so for they are saying apps, right? Yeah. An app you design it, and when you finish designing it, yeah. you load it onto the yeah. App Store yeah. or yeah, yeah, uh, the, the other the one is the Play Store. The Play Store, yeah. right? I'm saying that. The, the 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 app store for instance is is an interface right mm-hmm. it's like yeah. a, an ecosystem where yes. you find all kinds of things yeah. in admitting you onto the platform what is the rule around what are the protocols uh-huh. that's a good question because if you don't have a business you know license or an operating license or certificate mm-hmm. to show that oh this is a properly registered business in Ghana this is your office and this is what you do and you are authorized to do the same Ideally, I do not expect that mm-hmm. a respected, you know, global institution mm-hmm. like the folks who deal with the app yeah. store should admit you yeah. just like that. All right, what, I, what, 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 what we can do mm. to help our listeners is to find out the protocols required in getting onto these stores. But the other problem is that not all these apps come on, come through these main stores. There are ways in which you can still get people to patronize you without going through these types of apps. Okay. Right? Which I am talking about. Mm-hmm. The, the different platforms that they've created. Mm-hmm. I, I will come back to the list. I just wanted to read a few birthday requests before I get ahead of myself. Yeah. So today is the 15th of June. Mm-hmm. And then I, I, I'm trying to just read them quickly because there's a lot. Happy mm-hmm. birthday to 
and marriage anniversary to Mrs. Cynthia J of the Ghana Christian International High School, a team player, a person you cannot do without. From all the teachers of Christian High, we say God richly bless you. Long live Mrs. Cynthia J. Also, happy birthday to our son, Ceci Kofi Koshiga, on his fifth birthday. Mm. We experience are proud of him coming from Richard and wife, Fako Koshiga. Primus is 19, and yeah. they are happy to celebrate this with all their partners and clients mm-hmm. who have made Primus come this far. Mm-hmm. Thanks to our great team at Primus for rolling out up their sleeves and always putting their shoulders to the wheel. Mm-hmm. And if it had not been for the Lord, where would we be? Yep. Here's to being 19. Here's to 19 years of relentless pursuit of excellence. Happy 19th anniversary to Primus. I need to say this. Primus and City have been very interesting partners. So yep. City is also 19. Mm-hmm. And they've grown with us. Yes. So Wale and the hardworking team at Primus. Big man. Happy 19th. Mm-hmm. May you see your 190th. Amen. May you also become a century old yes may our great grandchildren talk about primus thank you that they were started many years ago yes. and they are yes. still doing well yes yes very yes. important he's a man of timber and caliber yes yes <laughs> happy birthday to equi free Afari of republic bank coming in from laureen and linda may the lord bless you so much equa this is coming from your two uh paddies i also wanted to do one uh, Bena, to my sweetest and dearest wife eddie nam afua ajesika I'm crazy about you. It's been 19 birthdays together. That's an interesting one. So same as Primus. It's been 19 birthdays together and each time I won't celebrate you more. It may not be in ways you imagine, but it's all love. I will sing, I want to sing Stone Boy into the future with you. Happy birthday, my <laughs> beloved wife. From your husband, Derek Ajaysika, to his wife, Edinam Afua Ajaysika. Happy blessed birthday to... Rosemond Akosia Sewa Radio of Stambik Bank Enterprise Direct, wishing you tons of blessings from E.D. Bestie Mamle. And then another one that came in. So many. Uh, okay, Nathan, do a couple before I get back to my own. Yeah, I, I just want to uh, wish my very good friend, somebody I call a sister, Elva Tete, right. a happy birthday. I've, I've known her since 2005. Right. We're mates, but, you know, she's like a, a, an a sister. older sister to me. Nice so. one. Elva, happy birthday to you. I wish you the very best. All right. Let me say good morning to... Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, let me say good morning to the... Um, School of Information and Communication Studies. Okay. I was there yesterday. Okay. <laughs> of which university? University of Ghana, of course. Oh, I didn't know. Why is that the only Why? university that has? Why is it Information and Communication Studies? Let me see. What is a good money for five days? Then they are like the prices. Another one. Happy. Another one. Happy birthday to the love of my life, Mister Wisdom Akemada. Akemada. It's A K E. I, I think it was supposed to be, I don't know. Uh, Mr. Wisdom Akemada Anka Esquire. Every day I get so glad and thankful that you chose me as your life companion and partner. Although you are the most annoying person in my life, you are also the most amazing. May God grant you long life and blessings. I love you so much from your other baby girl that's coming into you, Mr. Wisdom Akemada. All right. Sky will do a couple more before we jump into our first interview. So this one says, "NS Amwabeng uh, ECG Kaswa uh, South District. Good morning, City. Kindly wish my daughter Margaret Amwabeng 
glorious happy birthday for me. May God grant her all her heart desires to the extent they are noble. Mm. This one from Yusif in Zenu says, City FM, can you help me wish a brother and a friend, Habib Adam, who is the CEO of Haske Butcheries at uh, Texpo Market, a happy birthday. May God grant you long life and uh, may you get more blessings in mm. the coming years this one said i thank the almighty god for moving uh david nanakwami entry to the first floor today this one is the first floor yeah which is a year old or something oh, so maybe that's, ten, that's ten. 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 Ah, okay, that's ten ten okay. a glorious birthday to you mad we are you you're 10 12 today wishing you god's blessings wisdom and good health now and forever love you so much from your mom and your siblings Yvonne in Kaswa says, Can I wish my grandson Nana Abayomi Ofosu a happy birthday? This one from Nana Udru Ajiman of Takradi says, Happy birthday to my mom in law, Mommy Cecilia Utu of Accra New Town. We wish you God's blessings as you celebrate your 60th birthday. Much love from Nana and Gertrude. And this one says, Good morning, Bernard. Kindly uh, give shout outs to our son, Sesi Kofi Koshiga. Okay, I think you've done that much earlier. Yeah. And there's one from uh, Musa from Kumasi says, Happy birthday to me, mm. myself, and I. Yes, I thank the Almighty God, mm. Allah. Um, do you know everything. Do you know Musa Sapiantu? Yeah, Musa Sapiantu. <laughs> what is that? The last time, Musa Sapiantu, is that uh, Akonu? Yeah. <laughs> I, I think it's <laughs> is that I wanted to ask the statistician mm -hmm. why the pri which region has, has the most expensive Musa Sapiantu. <laughs> You know there was this Which there, was, there was this BBC program called Story Story where some guy speaks very big English. Yes. So I say, uh, Mr. Statistician, <laughs> which region has the most expensive Musa Sapiento? <laughs> Let me do this one for Salenko. Okay. A very glorious birthday to you. I've done it. Oh, you've done it. Yes. Okay. And then there's one from a very good friend of mine, yes. uh, Richard. Um, Richard says that uh, mm -hmm. Mr. Magnussen, a former administrator of Ebenezer Presbyterian Church, uh, Manprobi, is 70 years today. Right. We'll, we'll do more later. Oh. Let's talk to Professor Samuel Nim. He's the government statistician. Yesterday, he announced the latest inflation figures. Two main points there. The year-on-year -year inflation for the first time in four or five announcements started trending up again. Um, month inflation also uh 4.6 i think it is and then i think it's the first time he's also going to do it in kumasi i don't know why he went to kumasi to do it prof thanks for joining us good morning good morning bernard and good morning to listeners you you announced the inflation figures from kumasi are we to take it that you'll be decentralizing the announcements or you'll be regionalizing the announcements in the future um not necessarily this was really demand driven and the reason why we accepted the request from the Kumasi Technical University is because it aligns with our orientation that the statistics that we release is not just for policy making, it's for awareness creation and possibly where there's the need for change in behavior, it happens. And more importantly, because it was an academic environment, we thought it was important we respond positively to their request because it enhances the academia-industry relationship. And from our point of view, why that is important is, is that it adds to the methodological rigor of the work that we do. So that is why we responded to the request by the university to release um, the CPI for May on their campus. Inflation started trending downwards from, I think, January. 
and observers felt that this was good because the peak i think was 55 ish so the big story for us is that after getting to 41.2 it's gone back to 42.2 how significant is the fact that it didn't go lower than 41 looking at the 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 the, 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 the trend how significant is it that so my the, another way of asking the question is that so is 41.2 a trough so that we expect it to start trending upwards now um thank you bernard i think it's early days to draw any conclusion as we always say but let's put these numbers in its right context you are absolutely right in terms of the quotations of the numbers but let's keep in mind that this is talking about year-on-year inflation and what that simply means is that we're comparing it with same time um, last year so yes we peaked as a country um, in december 2022 with 54.1 and since january we've seen a gradual slowdown of the rate of inflation why i say it's important we put these numbers in context is beyond the fact that it is dropping we are always emphasizing a careful attention to the rate at which it is dropping between january and um, February, it dropped from 53.6 to 52.8, indicating just about a 0.8 percentage point difference. And we saw a very a marked drop between February and March from 52.8 to 45.0, indicating a 7.8 drop. Then between March and April, the drop, the, the drop in the year-on-year inflation was just about 3.8% as it moved from 45.0 in March to 41. So right from February between uh, between February and March, we saw that the rate at which it was declining was slowing down. So for it to have gone up by one percentage point between um, April and May 2023, from my point of view, we should have seen this on a year-on-year coming, coming. Why this is important is that there are quite a number of factors that are influencing what we are seeing now. Yes, one can argue that we've seen a, rate, a relatively stable um, foreign exchange. We've seen prices at the pump slow down. But let us not forget that even this year, 2023, there have been two instances where amid the drop in um, prices of fuel at the pumps, there have been two instances where it's gone up marginally. Let us also not forget that there have been instances where we've had changes in our tax regime, which would also affect what we are seeing. And all this would play out with the other positive stories that we're all looking at in terms of the downward trend. I would not in any way say that we've dropped, we dropped us in um, April 2023 because between, between May and um, June, we're expecting a lot more dynamics. We would recall that we started the, the month, if I recall correctly, with fuel at the pumps, especially at Goyle and um, Total Shell, recording per liter of 12 cities 30 pesos. And we've seen a 15 pesos um, increase, I think, in the last week or two. So all this will play out in terms of how the June prices would look like amid the stability that we see in our foreign exchange. And please, let's always keep in mind that the foreign exchange is an indirect, it has an indirect influence on the inflation that we compute. It is not part of the variables that we use in the computation of consumer price index and rate of inflation. Let me quickly jump to the monthly inflation, which is telling a different story. The month-on-month inflation indicates that we we reversed the deflation that we recorded in March 2023. If you recall, in March 2023, there was a deflation of 1.2. 
And this was reversed to 2.4 in April 2023, and we've seen a, double, a doubling of that in, in May, standing at 4.8. Can you, ex- can you explain what that means? You're, you're saying that the story for month-on-month inflation is rather different. And you said we experienced a deflation in March. Mm. But now, so, is, is, so the month-on-month is actually showing increasing inflation. I mean, so so now both month on month and year on year for May 2023 are showing an upward trend in the rate of increase. So in the year on year, as I indicated, there's a 1.0 percentage point increase from 41.2 to 42.2. And for month on month, we are also seeing an upward um, increase in the rate of inflation from 2.4 to 4.8. The emphasis is on the extent. The percentage point difference on a month-on-month basis is 2.4 percentage points, while the percentage point variation on year-on-year is 1.0. Uh, as a policy tool, which one is more useful in terms of where an economy is headed, month-on-month or year-on-year? Bernard, every policy should have timeline, And some policies are meant to have a short-term impact and others are meant to have long-term impact. So if as a country we want stability in our inflation rate, what we want to look at is on a year-on-year basis, how, what is the trend? One expects to see a lot of volatility in month-on-month inflation because anytime there is a shock, anytime there is a trigger, either internally or externally, the immediate effect would be on the month-on-month. And then on the year-on-year basis, you are comparing it with more or less averaging it over the 12-year period and seeing, seeing what happened in the same period last year. So if your policy directive is intended to address a short-term impact, you do you shock the system in a positive way, you expect to see that impact on a month-on-month basis. Otherwise, on a long-term basis, if we are thinking about having a steady path for our inflation rate, then the variable that we need to look at is year-on-year inflation. Wonderful. You, you published very detailed um, breakdown of the consumer price index for food. In terms of the main drivers of inflation, would we say food was still the number one driver of the other things you looked at? Yes. So, again, what we did yesterday to help um, users of our data have better clarity is as usual, we disaggregated between food and non-food inflation. So in terms of levels, we had food inflation recording an inflation rate of 51.8 and non-food inflation 34.6. It is the first time that we've recorded such a wide disparity, I mean, in several months, such a wide disparity between food and non-food inflation of about 17.2 percentage points. Last month, we recorded a disparity of about 13.3 between food and non-food inflation. So in terms of levels, food inflation is higher than non-food inflation. What we always want to put emphasis, what we want to emphasize is that if you think about the weight of food inflation, which is 43.7, beyond telling the levels of food inflation, which is 51.8, we estimate the share of food inflation. And again, in the last 17 months, we are recording the share of food inflation at 62.9, which is the highest that we've recorded 
since January 2022. So it clearly points to the fact that there is the need to focus on food inflation from the perspective of both the levels, which is 51.8, and its share to the overall um, inflation, which is 52.9. Interesting. Now, in the breakdown of the food items and the regions, which I thought was really, really fantastic, Table 1, we are able to compare the median prices of about 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10 food categories, or 11, which is very commendable. One of the things that shocked us, of course, the Greater Accra is the most expensive region for food, which, we, which is not surprising. But one of the things that surprised me was, for example, plantain. There's usually this anecdotal thing we say that, oh, when you come to Accra, plantain is expensive. But when you go to the places plantain is grown, it's cheaper. I was surprised to find that plantain, the, the median price of plantain is higher in some of the regions and even in Greater Accra, right? So, for example, the Upper East region and the Western region, the median price of plantain in the Western region is 8.59. I mean, that is unbelievable. <laughs> so I don't know whether you always do this and whether my interpretation is correct that the, the most expensive plantain in Ghana in April is in Western region and Upper East region. Is that a correct interpretation? Bernard, again, thank you very much for making reference to this maiden report on food uh, price variability across the 16 administrative um, regions. If you don't mind, before I come to your uh, question, let me put context to the report. The reason why we put out this report is to make an argument that we should focus on some commodities that have higher weight in our basket for the computation of CPI and rate of inflation, but have variations in their prices both within regions and across regions. And why we are doing this is that we have a strong belief that if we really want to bring down inflation, there is the need for a collective approach. And what I mean by a collective approach is that we need to bring on board the real sector ministries and also bring on board government operators at the subnational level. And that is why we are doing this food price variability across the 16 administrative regions, focusing on these items. Again, one thing that I want to say is that we've selected only 10 items out of the 307 items that we have in our basket for the computation of CPI and rate of inflation. Why this is important is that you, you might not find certain items here which are in our 307 items simply because they did not meet our inclusion criteria. For an item to get into our basket, first of all, we should have a minimum of five price points. And also, we should have the item being reflected in at least 10 out of the 16 administrative regions. It is important to emphasize that some of the items that we have in our basket are reflected in only three or four of the regions, because in those regions, these are items that are important to them. And obviously, for an item to be included, then it should have I mean, a significant weight in terms of the importance that persons in Ghana put on. Coming back to your question on plantain, which we included because we wanted to reflect one, a stable stable commodity and also something that will reflect different consumer groups in the country. And plantain, one would argue that it reflects what is consumed by the lower to the middle um, class. You are right in terms of the interpretation. We use the median price because we, don't, we didn't want the summary statistics to be affected by outliers. 
So you put your data in either an ascending order, descending order, and take the middle price. And what we saw with plantain, as you rightly indicated, was that in Western region, it was 8 cities, 59 um, pesos, whereas in Greater Accra, it was 6 cities, 2 pesos. This is really an issue of concern, and this is where we think we need to analyze the full value chain of food production and consumption. And I've said this before. Until we have a clear sense of the build-up cost between the farm gate and the consumer, between our pot and the consumer, we will not be able to target, we will not be able to address inflation comprehensively because we don't know the spikes that happen along the food value chain. Our initial hunch is that for Western, it could be that the consumer, the producers there are looking at the profit margin. And then once they get it, they quickly move it out to Greater Accra. So you have the supply going up in Greater Accra, for which it meets the demand, and the demand supply plays up, and it brings down the price. And then, although it is produced in the Western North region instead of the Greater Accra region, because the concentration is to move it away from there, you have a lower um, availability of the, com- of the commodity in the region that is pro- producing it. Demand is up, and then it's going to push the prices up. So for us, it is not so much surprising for us because it is not just the region that produces it. It's the entire value chain that we need to analyze. Which is a very interesting point because on that same product plantain, the region with the lowest medium price for plantain is Western North, which is just adjacent to Western region. So it doesn't even make sense. Like Western North sells the cheapest plantain. Western region has the most expensive plantain. <laughs> I don't understand. The other point was about choosing to include imported rice why did you select imported rice as against just local rice and and for that imported rice i need to say that the the region with the highest price was Ahafo region 20 cities per kilogram and the cheapest region for imported rice was um, upper west with 10.71 so before you even comment on the price why did you use imported rice and not normal rice and then, why is Ahafo having the most expensive imported rice? But I don't go back to your earlier submission. It, it, it will be prudent for us to, dis- to distinguish between geographical proximity and economic pro- uh, proximity. And why this is important is that the fact that two regions share border doesn't mean that if you want to, if you are producing one commodity, you take it to the nearest region. Every producer would think more in terms of economic proximity, in terms of return of the product, rather than geographical proximity. And this is exactly the reason why we are bringing this um, evidence out. And we are hoping that the Ministry of Local Government Decentralization that coordinates all activities across the sub-national level will bring the regional ministers together to try and first of all say that these are the prices that are being collected in your regions. Why are we seeing this? Why can, how, how can we create streams of flow so that if Western North is close to Western region, we ensure that commodities that are high in Western region but are very low in Western North region, we can tap into the benefits of economic proximity and get those commodities there. Rather than Western North thinking strongly about the economic proximity and say that we are better off sending it to other regions. So these are the reasons why we, we, we put this out there. Coming back to your question in terms of why imported rice and non-local rice, 
Bernard, let me throw a simple question back. I mean, like we all do sometimes. How many of us consume local rice? As I indicated, the basket is based on the importance that persons in Ghana put on different commodities. And in which areas do we see local rice being sold? So we, we had an inclusion criteria, as I explained to you earlier on. The first criteria, once you are doing a summary statistics, you wouldn't want to pick a commodity that is sold just at one market point, and then that commodity, because it's just one market point, becomes your median and will be the basis for generalization. So at the minimum, we said, let's look for items that at least we can find them in five market points, price points. Then the second thing is that they should be reflected in all the 10 regions. The only exception that we did with this analysis has to do with millet. And the reason why we did millet in terms of the 10 regions is that it's a significant staple commodity for those residing in the northern part of the country. But the other nine items strictly have to satisfy the three conditions. Five price points represented in 10 regions and should have significant weight in our basket for the computation of CPI and rates of inflation. And that is why we missed out on local rights. Fair, fair enough. I'm not making too much of that. The, the final point I wanted to make was that we noticed from the price distribution across regions that for things that are packaged, like milk and canned or tinned tomatoes, mm. the price variations are much lower. So a tin of milk, the price will not vary from within region or with whatever, within or compared to regions. But things like beef, where there's a lot of arbitrariness or bread, we noticed that the price variations were very, very, very high. Does that confirm a certain theory of profiteering? Does that confirm a certain theory of the need for standards? Is there, can, we, can we jump to that conclusion on the basis of this? Thank you for um, bringing that up, Bernard. Indeed, that is the exact conclusion that we are putting up for this particular finding. And it's more towards the second than the first. And what I mean by that is the conversation on standardization using appropriate metrics for the purchase of commodities in Ghana has is long overdue. And this is exactly what we want to do. Even when an attempt is being made to standardize it using some approaches like the alonka and the pans and other um, containers that we use to sell these commodities, they vary from one area to another. And it's not very helpful. And again, this is something that you don't see it as a direct responsibility of any particular um, government ministry. Yes, MOFA can take it up, but standardization goes beyond MOFA. And this is what we are hoping that there will be some higher level intervention to ensure that we are clear in our minds how we can ensure standardization of the products that we produce and purchase on our market. The issue of profiteering is possible, but I mean, I wouldn't push it too far because the evidence there is minimal. Thank you for your time and always taking the time to explain, uh, Professor Samuel Enim. We really appreciate you for that. He's a government statistician. And Nathan, they're releasing the data in very usable format. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's not yeah. just the big number. And listeners, I want to urge you, we are going to publish the food price variations on our website. So there are 10 
food items and you can see the average price in each region it's really really good information right from imported rice to millet to bread to beef to milk to cooking oil to cassava to yam to plantain and tomato paste these are the top 10 products mm -hmm. and you can see the great Accra region is the most expensive not surprising but there are some very interesting insights there which can even inform your own choices as to what to do we will take a break and bring you straight tech and social media trends which is long overdue forgive me it's brought to us by vodafone if you're looking for the best value data and voice offer look no further as vodafone has unbeatable deals made just for you to enjoy this amazing vodafone office just dial star 530 hash get on to any of the vodafone made for me bundles from as little as one cd vodafone made for me has just what you need this offer is specially made for you simply dial star 530 hash or visit my vodafone app to subscribe and in keeping you in keeping with the adage that what where your treasure is there your heart is fbm bank is encouraging you to put your children on their way to financial independence and awareness with kids first account designed for children up to age 12 and the me first account which is from 13 to 17. the kids first account your child up to 12 gets to enjoy memorable activities while the me first account affords teenagers the chance to learn about money call 059-6921921 or visit any fbm branch you can also go to our website fbm bank ghana so Nathan will tell us what's been trending yes, all uh, morning. Yeah, all morning. So uh, the phrase money heist is trending. Right. Why money heist? Now, a few days ago, there was a story in the newspapers about a bank worker who allegedly broke into people's accounts and took money and all of that. So, mm -hmm. so it's people are generating conversations out of that and they've tagged it money heist. Mm -hmm. So that's what's trending. Chef Dami is also trending. She's trying to break this cooking record, but uh, well, people are having fun with that. Mm -hmm. On the sporting side of things, Kai Havertz is trending. Where is he going? Now, there are transfer stories linking him to a potential move to Arsenal. So that's Why also. Why would Arsenal want to do that? I, I don't even understand. These are just rumors what that has been. That? Charlie. Anyway, Stoneboy is also trending. He's going to commission some water projects in the Western region mm -hmm. and he's getting a lot of good press. Wonderful. That's that. On the tech side of things, now, one of the three godfathers of AI mm -hmm. has said that it won't take over the world or permanently destroy jobs. Ayo. Professor Ian LeCun said some experts. Some experts' fears of AI posing a threat to humanity were preposterously ridiculous. Nice. Now, computers would become more intelligent than humans, but that was many years away. And if you realize it's not safe, you just don't build it, he said. Mm -hmm. Now, a UK government advisor recently told the BBC that some powerful artificial intelligence might need to be banned. So the AI conversation is happening this week and last week or in the last two weeks or so. The biggest conversation the EU Parliament has been on AI and they are trying to find ways and means of regulating it and keeping it in check. Thank you, Jamie. That trends with Nathan Kwa. This is the, the City Breakfast Show. minutes past late city breakfast show a few quick announcements in <coughs> in, uh, in in this announcement we've been doing for the past few days final notice to all debtors and defaulters for ground rent tdc is asking you 
whether you're a land buyer, you are owing land management fees, license fees, or ground rent, please make payment of your debt using any of the following channels GCB Bank Nationwide, Mobile Money Short Code, star 737 star 46 hash. Or you can also contact the Ashaman Sub Office opposite Joe Cinema at Ashaman Market or go to TDC Head Office near Olam Senior High School, Tema. Make your payments before 30th June, otherwise the affected plots can be repossessed. Call 059-691-3236. Bell Pack Paper Tissue is here with some really great characteristics. Strong but not weak. Soft but not weak, strong but not hard. Just perfect. We also have the Bell Pack Kitchen Towels. Bell Pack Paper Tissues are perfect. Whether they are pocket tissues, table napkins, toilet rolls, or kitchen towels, Bell Pack is simply the best. Call 055-114-4400. That's 055-114-4400. Now, for all the precious moments, sacrifices, and love of our father and father figures, showing our profound gratitude cannot be underestimated. That's why you need to celebrate them on Father's Day. Caveman Watches is helping you appreciate that father or father figure in your life. They are running a 10% discount on all watches until the 19th of June. Now, Caveman is a global standard, New York Times endorsed, made in Ghana watch brand that makes bespoke premium watches right here in Ghana. Get in touch with them on social at Caveman Watches or call them on 0557-516-744. Caveman Watches, be remembered. Now, you thinking about what program to choose for your master's degree? Well, we are back to invite applicants to our prestigious university. The University of Ghana School of Law is giving you a unique opportunity to broaden your horizons. Now, they have 19 MA and LLM programs for the 2023-24 academic year. And you don't even need a first degree in law to enroll for the MA programs. Visit the website law.ug.edu.gh slash masters or call 0531 or 0531-330203 to find out more. UG School of Law, the best place to be. Now, your car is looking um, at you. It wants to perform very, very well. That's why you need to give it a lot of Shell Helix engine oil. Whether you're cruising on the open road or battling with busy traffic, Shell Helix will keep your engine running smoothly. Choose Shell Helix Lubricants Munkoswahene for the ultimate power, performance, and protection. Visit your local Shell station today and experience the difference for yourself. Let's get into some quick comments uh, right away. But before that, can you really call it savings or investment if all you keep doing is paying charges on the account? At Bayport, we believe an investment account should make you more money. That's why our fixed deposit has been preferred choice for the, for most Ghanaians for the past two decades. Convenience and peace of mind are redefined as you enjoy guaranteed maximum returns on every CD invested with us. Call us on 0302745454. Bayport, your future now. All right, here are some comments on the matters being discussed. Okay, all right. Um, this one is from Kenneth from Hachu, mm-hmm. who says, in response to Sky's question, mm-hmm. Android apps are easy to get into. You simply have to pay the $25, and you can create any name as a company name. Apple will require that you provide a business tax ID, basic proof of a registered company. But if I had a malicious intent, I could register a simple provisions shop, use that tax ID, to create the company for this loan business 
Yep. Uh, this one says, uh, tell Sky that the tech companies are not regulated. It's the sovereign state and regional bodies that are responsible. Tech development is now ahead of regulation. That's why you see things like the AI regulation regime commenced by the EU yesterday. Yes, in fact, I'm following that, uh, you know, truly closely. I, I know that the US guys have also been doing some, you know, congressional hearings on how to deal with you know, regulation. Mm -hmm. But the challenge really is that for some reason, the US is adopting a cavalier attitude to, you know, dealing with, um, you know, AI and, and how it should be regulated. What is our approach here? We, we we are not even in the conversation at all. In fact, I was reading a paper two days ago. Um, it is only so far Mauritius, um, Egypt, and uh, I think one other country that have done some work thus far. But we do not even have any policy. Uh, yes, I think it's Rwanda. We do not have any regulation properly so-called targeting. It, it will be interesting to have the communications and digitalization minister and the information minister mm -hmm. uh, Get some action on this. Yeah, you know we've been talking. Take some about initiative. And Haruna mm -hmm. took the mm -hmm. matter up on the floor, of Parliament with the state. Yeah, but I mean, something. It's a big conversation. Mm -hmm. And yeah. uh, this was regarding the protocols to publish an app. Google Play Store is very loose and not stringent wow. as compared to the well-regulated protocols of the Apple Play Store. Mm -hmm. In Nigeria, for instance, for instance, the regulator liaised with the tech companies to regulate what gets published. It's important. All right. This one says, my concern over the online loan apps is. If these companies are not legal, why are they in existence? Yes. Can the regulatory agency send a message to Google to say, take these things away from our country's Play Store? Why would the agency wait for harm to be done and say, we didn't warn you to use those apps? Okay. And um, Mike from Sokoba in Kumasi says... Well, because the Bank of Ghana doesn't regulate the online space. So that I, I, I think sometimes we have to be realistic no, sky sky you're telling me that uh -huh. do you know a number of transactions and number of activities that take place on on on, on online in a day the bank of ghana regularly will come out and say these guys have not been licensed because we've observed them over a period mm -hmm. I, i'm not sure they are, can actually prevent Bernard, you see look banking has moved away from brick mortar mm. bank sitting somewhere mm -hmm majority of things happening these days to a large extent are happening online mm -hmm. and if you look at the volume of transactions happening online you are marveled you you'll be marveled at what exactly is going on so if these apps strictly speaking we can situate them as what fintech mm -hmm. right mm -hmm. and they are not licensed i think the bank of ghana would have to do i want a lot to read more. the statement and where you. they do not even have the authority perhaps maybe if there is some you know, legislative um, gap or lacuna. Mm. Let, let, me, let, me, let me read the statement. BOG, it's disturbing. notice to all licensed financial institutions and the general public, learning activities by unlicensed entities. Further to Bank of Ghana notice number given, whatever, on unlicensed entities engaged in lending. So this is not the first one. Mm -hmm. The bank has observed the persistent operation of unlicensed entities that are engaged in the provision of loans through mobile applications to the Ghanaian public. Okay. In contravention of the Bank and Specialized Deposit Taking Institutions Act, so twenty sixteen Act nine three zero. Some of the loan application applicants, sorry, some of the loan applications offered on the market without a license authorization from the Bank of Ghana are then they list them. Mm -hmm. I'll read the list again, but before I do that, the bank reiterates that the activities of these entities significantly breach customer data and privacy laws. 
as well as customer as well as consumer protection requirements and norms mm-hmm. with unfavorable implications on the integrity and well-being of their patrons bank of ghana will continue to take action against these entities in collaboration with relevant state agencies to promote the integrity of financial service delivery the general public is thereby advised to desist from doing business with all unlicensed loan providers banks specialized depositing institutions and payment service providers are cautioned not to facilitate the illegal transactions of unlicensed loan applications mm-hmm. the general public is encouraged to patronize the various types of data credit products approved by bog and delivered by banks and specialized depositing institutions in partnership with mobile money operators these loan facilities are accessed remotely 24 7 through mobile money wallets without the need for collateral further to adhere to the relevant consumer protection and data privacy laws the general public is advised to consult the bank's website mm-hmm. using the link below for the approved list of licensed institutions it's very simple before transacting any business so go so in fact they even give the website it's a secure website bog.gov.gs forward slash supervision hyphen regulation forward slash all institutions now when you click on this <coughs> it will give you a list so my point is that if you go online and data or rich sky <laughs> rich sky and co say they'll give you a loan just go and compare rich sky and co to that list Bernard, see, it's not there know, you see that is where the challenge is how many people will go and do that but do if, you can, if you can borrow money online why can't you check online no it's the same online place. You see, Bernard, I, I think the bank of ghana yes by drawing our attention to the problem yes. that is good but it is not good enough we must pursue these people we must find them if we have to write to Google, if we have to write to um, whichever institution to take steps to address these consumer issues, we have to do it because not so many people are sophisticated enough to go on the internet I really to wish look could, for we, their we, website. You we could, we could talk to Kwame Pong, who's the head of, you know, they said the BOG now has a, a head of fintech. Mm-hmm. All right, it's a position that didn't exist. He's uh-huh. a new guy. He's probably been there for five years. Okay. It's a new position. Mm. So a lot of the fintech is, is new. In the context of, it's new. It's new. <laughs> I mean, BOG, the, the BOG, BOG has been in existence since 1953 okay. or something. So, Kwame Opo is probably the first head of fintech at BOG. But he's the one with the most important job. Now, <laughs> yeah, but he didn't even sign this statement. This statement was signed by Sandra Thompson, mm-hmm. who's the secretary. Now, I'm saying that if you go on the BOG website, mm. they've given you the list of licensed institutions that you can learn from. Mm-hmm. Can look at some of these names. Sometimes, when you see the name, you, you should find the guys. Look at it, the names. Charlie, I, I mean, go for you hear the names. Yeah, Fufu Sika Kasa. Mm-hmm. You know, Cash Coco, Keep Loan, mm-hmm. Get Wallet, mm-hmm. Mom Cash, mm-hmm. CD Pros, Credit More, Loan Hub, Pop Cash, Coco Loan, Joy Cash, Chest Loan, Moco, Credit Fee, mm-hmm. Rapid CD, Mo Loan, Cool Cash, Loan Papa, Smart Loan, <laughs> PK Loans, CK Via. They just think of anything. Fit cash, daily cash, hella cash. You can even rap with it. See the fear, pro cash, see the wallet. Charlie, see us go Enjoy cash, credit. Cash, cash. Sunny cash, sunny loan. Mm-hmm. Hello, CD. Cash pay. Ajinkwa Sika personal loan. Mm-hmm. Aquaba cash, home credit, bloom cash. On loan, want cash. Credit Ghana app. Mm-hmm. Zip loan. New loan Ghana. Mm-hmm. Mika cash loan app. Fund CD Ghana Loan App, Ultra Loan, Sika mm-hmm. Bus, mm-hmm. and then Could Loan, Cash Wave, Eagle Cash. I'm surprised we don't have Derived Cash, Top Credit, Sika Fufu Bar. Credit, Yo Cash, <laughs> Bosinapa, Dates Cash, Easy Cash, and some of the cash is C, some is K. So sometimes they even have Soft Cash with C, Soft Cash with H, Steady Cash, 
CD story, one rapid CD. Could mm-hmm. credit, Robin personal loan. <laughs> Robin Hood <laughs> verbum. True CD, quick cash. <laughs> Fun cash, you cash. Robin Hood. Bit cash. Mm-hmm. Loan Galaxy, Cash Star, Rapid Money. Mm-hmm. And my favorite, Cola Cash, Cash Cola. <laughs> Coco Cash, Lemon Cash, uh, Lemon Wallet. Boku. Coco. Mm-hmm. Mega Credit, Plus Loan, Money Loan App, Happy Loan, Cash Power Online, Easy Access Loans. Plenty, plenty. I'm even tired. For Credit, mm-hmm. Ga- Ghana Lending, Acon Credit, Ghana Loan, G-A-N-A, Mbosia, 100 CD, Mo Loan. There's just one called Accra. Let me, let me can i tell you what my thoughts yeah uh, said. maybe sky haven't having now you know kind of created a niche for himself in that the bank of ghana's list is deals list. with so there's a law that governs yeah the, the, online financial institutions transactions and is there a law that governs users that protects users Okay, so we do not have a consumer protection act in uh, this in this particular space. No, 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 no. So, so th- that is why um, there's a lot of agitation now that we should develop a comprehensive consumer protection regime, so that even credit systems like that and offerings like that, consumers who go for things like that can be protected. I think we are using traditional legislation in the area of Bank of Ghana, banking regulations and all of these things to govern these things. Mm-hmm. But the fact is that the world has moved on from you know using these traditional legislations mm-hmm. because legislation must respond to the trends the we needs see. of the times. Exactly. And we are sitting down and nothing is happening. Mm-hmm. You would want to see the ministry responsible for communication, the ministry responsible for business development. Is there no the ministry? No, that like ministry that? is no longer there. Oh, it's no longer there. Then who is there now? What's happening there? Who, who now? He's been moved to Torres. The ministry has been collapsed. Oh, okay. You see, because it, 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 so much is happening, happening in that and we are not catching up. So I think something The, has the, the reason why I'm bringing that angle up, Bernard, is if you look at the users of these illegal mm-hmm. online loan apps okay, app, you know the, look at this uh, message it's, it's desperation no, yeah i'm coming i'll get to it so mike from sokoban and kumasi says mm-hmm. these illegal loan app guys give you 200 cities mm-hmm. and expect you to pay 290 cities in mm-hmm. seven days mm-hmm. if you fail to pay they then send your pictures to almost all your contacts saying you're a criminal mm-hmm. who goes around borrowing money without paying oh. very humiliating what is surprising is the way they have access to all your contacts. Mm-hmm. Mm. This, I know, is against the Data Protection Act, and the government must be very prompt in dealing with these criminals. Mm. So my position on the matter is, once perhaps the uh, the situation is such that as quickly as the Bank of Ghana is closing these down, mm-hmm. next seven more will emerge. Quickly. You understand? They will change their name right they will ch- Irrespective, because that it's, it's something that you cannot really police at the moment. Mm-hmm. Okay. So you shut them down, new ones will come up. Mm-hmm. People are desperate, like you said. People need money. This is no collateral mm-hmm. loan. So you, once the economy is squeezing people, people will find ways of finding easy cash to survive. The reason why I am looking at the angle of a law that protects the users user. is that once you have that framework in place, mm-hmm. even these illegal entities know that you cannot do A, B, C, and D if a person takes a loan from you. What it does is once they understand the limitations that the law has imposed, because sharing people's images, calling them criminals. But Godfrey, is that yes. the second leg? Because you see, Sky's point is that the illegal guy mustn't even operate. Yes. 
So you are saying let's protect the consumer. The yes. consumer should be protected when they deal with legal entities. Yes. Mm-hmm. And there's also something called the buyer beware. The yes. reason the BOG the puts this list out is that if you go and deal yes. with somebody who is not authorized, he's not operating bus or anything. He's just yes. there giving you money. Yes. It's almost like saying, and there's a limit to what government. So, for example, if I go and take a, I understand if I go and take a loan from Nathan. Yes. And Nathan decides to put my face on Instagram and shame me because I haven't paid. Yeah. Who's regulating that? Yes. But the, so the only way the government comes in is because it's on a platform. Yeah. But what? So I'm coming. So Sky's angle is that you see, there's 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 a law around if Nathan gives me money, I can't go and. Be, he can't come and beat me up to collect my money. Mm-hmm. That's civil relationships. Mm-hmm. Yes. All right. But once the thing is on a platform and the government gives license for somebody to come and operate, is it WhatsApp or Android or whatever, they must work with that organization to ensure that people are not deceived. Mm-hmm. Using It's like bringing somebody on TV to come and advertise a product. That I'm coming to give you something. And when the person comes to buy the thing, I think it's wrong. The, TV, the media must be responsible. Mm-hmm. So I think that the, the, the more direct way may be sky. Mm-hmm. I agree with you that people must be protected, but I don't think any properly licensed loan giver will go and shame you. Let me let me read something for you from the Cyber Security Authority, mm-hmm. and then I'll continue with my point. Perhaps it might mm-hmm. help. Mm-hmm. Um, it says that uh, if you go to the Cyber Security Authority's website, mm-hmm. they have something on cyberbullying by digital lending mobile application owners. Mm-hmm. The Cyber Security Authority has received reports of cyberbullying experienced by users of digital lending mobile applications. Mm-hmm. These apps can be found on Google Play Store or may be shared as Android package files, as APK, mm-hmm. via social media. There goes on to explain. These apps, after, these apps offer loans at varying interest rates and payment terms. When subscribers default in repayments, they are threatened by the owners of these digital lending apps with having their identities published as wanted persons or fosters on various social media platforms and to their contacts. In some cases, the app owners follow through with their threats. Mm -hmm. Some victims also reported that even though they had not taken such loans, they received the threat messages. Key findings. The commonly reported apps in this scheme include 4Credi, 5CashX, 4CD, Ali Loon, Bosiapa, CD Boom, Coco Loon, Mac Loon, Easy Loon, and On Loon. Yes. The victims would typically have granted these apps permissions Mm -hmm. during installation, unknowingly or without proper scrutiny, Mm -hmm. to access their data Mm -hmm. and personal identifiable information. Example, name, phone number, Ghana card, ID number, contacts, photos, etc. Which is where Mike's concern comes in. As in, he doesn't know how these people get gain access to all that information. And then it goes on to mention a Bank of Ghana notice uh, that states that has not licensed any company to provide digital lending services of such nature to the public. Mm -hmm. Then goes on to make recommendations that the public is advised against subscribing to these mobile applications since they are not Mm -hmm. sanctioned by the Bank of Ghana and the Data Protection Commission. Individuals who patronize these services do so at their own risk. Mm -hmm. The public is further advised to review access permissions for mobile applications carefully before installing them. So the point I keep making to you is... Mm They have been aware of these apps mm-hmm. for a very long time. Mm-hmm. There is a difficulty in policing them. Mm-hmm. And it is not just a Ghana problem. Mm-hmm. We've seen this happening in a lot of countries. This is popular in India. It's popular in Indonesia. It's popular in Russia. It's popular in East Africa. It's popular in a lot of countries. Mm-hmm. And it happens again because like, because of countries that have a lot of poor people mm-hmm. who, are lo- who do not who have the collateral, money. who are looking mm-hmm. for money. So as 97 go, 97 come. So it's not a sustainable so way not, of, of stopping it. Of stopping it. Mm-hmm. But... If you look at ways of protecting the user, mm. you might be able to put a dent in the middle because now the person knows that I cannot just publicize 
this person's image mm-hmm. or do this and this to this person online. At the moment, mm-hmm. if I put Richard Scott, there are laws that might deal with me defaming him, right? But then the person might say, well, he owes me, that there might be T's and C's that are actually applied there on the platform that you might not have been aware of that the person might be able to show to you. That will allow. But if you put in place a framework that regulates and protects the user of mm. these on, illegal online uh, platforms, yeah. you might be able to halve I, I, the I, problems. Pause there. I will, let's kind of deal with that. I just wanted to say that, you know, he, you're saying to protect users of illegal. You can, yeah, that's right. That's, the, see, that's, that's where he's going. You can't, I, I you can't, you can't put hold on. on nothing. No, but the point <laughs> is... It's unlawful conduct. So you can't... But, if it, so but, you go after but, the... Ha, no, but you see, but, no, but the, there has to be an acceptance that mm-hmm. we, we cannot say that we will get rid of them. All of them. It is not so possible. Yeah, we are to, lying to so ourselves. You are saying that whilst, it is you, not possible. whilst you work to re- reduce their proliferation... Look for ways of protecting. We cannot say because it's illegal, we won't protect them. No, I, you see, that I, cannot be also be our position on so the matter. So, guys, in a clamp them down. So, for example, there's something called mystery shopping. BOG can put some intents online to say, go and patronize this loan service, and let's trace the communication, and then you go to where they are based, and you clamp them down, and you jail them. The people are online. Yeah, you don't mind them. They are free. You Ah, how online so they can find? Who are publishing the thing online? Why? Don't they have? Are you saying we don't have? Okay, for example, the police. For example, has the BOG worked with the police? The police have a the cyber, cyber security. Yes. We have a cyber. Unit. We have we have cyber security agencies in Ghana mm-hmm. that are working together. Mm-hmm. Yes, I think that the proliferation of this suggests that the regulation is weak. Yes, and we are not being proactive. But but we the, are being reactive. So we the, see the list and we publish. But the hosting of these apps and all those things can be done in different ways, without leading to a Bernard Avle or a Richie Sky. Okay, that's how I'm looking at it. We read some quick comments. We read some quick comments now. If anyone's still listening to the City Breakfast Show, uh, some messages are, are, are coming in. I think a few of them are clarifying how some of these platforms get your contact. Because it looks like in the sign-up process, if you don't allow oh, them yeah, access... Yeah. The protocols, uh-huh. so the TNCs. So people, yeah, you know, they say they get access to your contacts through the app. The app will tell you to share your contact with them. If you refuse, then you can't continue. Yeah, you see, like but you see, the, our Data Protection Act mm-hmm. imposes an obligation. First of all, they are doing what they are doing is illegal because, as the Bank of Ghana has stated, and the the the, 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 the statement you read from the Cybersecurity Authority, Authority, these two show that these guys are acting illegally. Yes. So mm-hmm. we should arrest them and prosecute them. Yeah. You understand? What they are doing, they have no business doing it, but they are doing it nonetheless. Now, where you get access to a person's data, mm-hmm. you have no business sharing that data with the public. You are required under the Data Protection Act mm-hmm. to guard it with, the, with, with your life. In fact, there are institutions of state that may even require you in some cases or may insist that provide the data. 
where they do not provide lawful authority even from a court of law mm-hmm. you are not to hand it over but here is a situation where a part of the agreement between the two parties is that you will grant me access to your data no, yes so you see that's what i'm saying now receiving a person's data is one thing mm-hmm. but sharing it with the public mm-hmm. in the name of enforcing an unlawful term it, it it makes it even worse because first of all you are not the law doesn't require you to, you doesn't allow you to act the way you are doing which is doing your business secondly you got someone's data because the person consented to it then you moved on from there to now share it with the public because you have access to that data that's i mean our institutions must up their game but, 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 but if it would require going into a conversation with google if it would require going into a conversation with you know apple store or is it how do you you guys call it is it app store yeah if you require that level of engagement we must do it because it is like the folks who were previously acting in uh doma and all of these places who were doing the, the, the one that that created the big DKM. dkm and all of that it looks like they have moved from the physical space to, <laughs> not to the online space. The online space, and that is dangerous. And because and these things operate on the basis of oh, Godfrey has come to tell me that oh, Charlie, I go organize my body for this uh, shark loan. They give me a quick one, Charlie. They give me a quick one, so you two, you go feel around your body for there. So people are moving into that space, and I think that you know, huge institutions like um, MTN should be interested in this particular space because these these um illegal yeah they are a threat to them because look i mean they are running a behemoth of an institution financial institution in in in, in the online space because of the mobile, the money. mobile money thing they are doing of course the vodafone cash and all of these others so there should be some interest from these you know lawfully operating institutions within the space mm-hmm. to support so that if it will require funding, I mean, I, I'm sure they are making a decent amount of money and they can afford to support, you know, state institutions that may be cash-strapped to deal with guys like this. It cannot be right. It cannot be right. So it is not enough, in my view, that statements have been issued saying that, oh, we are warning you against these people. We must find evidence on the net. There must be electronic trail left somewhere uh-huh. i believe we have guys with the brains who can be assembled to look into these matters find the people the faces behind them get them arrested prosecute them with the, the speed of light and put them away for a good number of years so that we'll reduce this thing because it can't it, it, they, 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 no it's not right it's, <laughs> it's not right at all i i i, I don't know i i i, I Whatever it happens, you have the Bank of Ghana coming out to say, okay, don't deal with these people. But it's not enough. Yeah. I, I, the, the animal that is hungry, for India, he doesn't know what death is. So it will just, it will go and do this. People need money. That is true. So don't give them the supply. Yeah, my concern has hmm. to do with, you know, somebody said that some of the messages have gone on to, to you know, give details of how you can upload an app or publish an app and all of that. Mm-hmm. Shouldn't there be a secondary form of security that, you know, maybe the Bank of Ghana can look into that? Before, if you, you are doing this app, you know, and you say you want to get into this financial space, we'll have to regulate you, that kind of... Well, I think that's, that, that will have to call for some collaboration between... No, the, the people don't, they don't want to do regulation. <clears throat> you know, it is like, you know, those days back in the day, you have 
uh, people in the community who can who are loan sharks yeah what they do is that okay you need how much you say well i need ten thousand ghana cities he'll give you ten thousand ghana cities he says that come and pay back but the interest is 40 percent right mm-hmm. because you are desperate you go for this loan now strictly speaking the two of you have entered into a contract and he will seek to enforce it against you but he doesn't have the lawful authority to do what he's doing so they go it sees your car or you are doing your wedding they then come they and embarrass you yeah, yeah they embarrass you in front of the bride all kinds of things have been happening in the name of you know oh I've, my, my boy Busia and I, you've not paid you don't have the offer in fact you, you you have no authority to lend money out to somebody when you have not been properly registered to do, to so do do so as a company uh-huh. you cannot lend money exactly so 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 these guys for some reason have found a new space to operate in which is online and because people are desperate they go online quickly search for these things download them and and and, and, then, and yeah, yeah so the bank of ghana and cyber security authority ministry of communication ministry of information ministry of information okay. they have a lot of work to do okay. in this place let's go through some of the messages okay. before we take it some uh of hello guys are all loans granted in the jurisdiction have to undergo credit reference checks from a licensed credit bureau in ghana yes. These apps do not run loan checks of applicants. I know of a credit bureau that has the adequate capacity to service all these online apps. If the regulator ensures that these apps do the right thing. Mm, um, hello, hello, guys. I know one at Ajirangano. The agent told me they claim to be paying their SNF for them every month and they therefore deduct the monies from their commissions every month. But meanwhile, they, the agents, don't even have SNF numbers. Um, <laughs> Albert says those fake loan apps need to be uh, fished out. out. Their interest is too high. Good morning, guys. I think the instructions. Uh, should be outed if they're operating legally. Just wanting the citizens in this hard economy to stay away from the apps, I think, could be effective. Mm-hmm. Some of them keep changing their names to beat the system. They have uh, ads to lure people on almost all on almost on all social media platforms. A friend contemplated uh, suicide because of this. Had we not acted in time to save him, it would have been the worst. Um, good morning, guys. These loan apps are normally pop-up ads when using social platforms like Facebook, football pages. And others. Um, this one says these apps are only an issue with those who take money and don't want to pay. With that pay, they help a lot. Allow them. After the single <laughs> account at BOG uh, for the young man doesn't even know that he deserves any better. Our banks will set up and do proper retail banking since when for cash will see. So Kofi mm-hmm. says this is the so way says, to go yeah, for it's, him. It's a, it's a consequence <laughs> of yeah. the banking this sector one. not being too nice. Uh, good morning, guys. I'm a victim of these scammers. Uh, there was one called uh, Big Credit and Busiapa. In mm-hmm. fact, they've defrauded me recently and they are still calling me. They have registered over 20 FTN numbers and they will call you. <laughs> so they registered. So it should be possible to trace who is behind it. Nee says, We let regulators get away with doing the bare minimum. Predatory and licensed loan companies are targeting people and the BOG sends a warning when illegalities are happening. Imagine? imagine if DVLA adopted this lukewarm attitude towards unlicensed drivers. And finally, so it says companies who want to do legitimate businesses have been frustrated by the BOG not giving our license <laughs> to operate. You apply to do the loan business and you wait for almost nine months. If you refuse to license, people continue to do business. Okay. And this one is finally, okay, I think two more. Yeah, Please check more. on the free-to-air TV stations. They're all over. This tells us the NCA is not working. Can you imagine? 
and George finally from Spin Texas on this much of unlicensed loan apps. I think the Telco's Momo division can help curb the proliferation yes. since the loan distribution it. channel is through mobile money. Mm. And, and you know, there's this one that came in. Um, it says that, Good morning, Mr. Avila. I hope you're doing well. Mm. About two years ago, a friend of mine I took a loan from an illegal lending agency. Unfortunately, he ended up paying more than three times the initial amount he borrowed from them. Now, these individuals will frequently call and threaten him, even through, uh, even though he insisted he had paid off the debt in full. Regrettably, he continued paying them until he confided in me. Fast forward uh, to last year, I received a phone call from a representative of one of these money lending apps. They informed me that my name had been used by my friend as a guarantor. Can you imagine? <laughs> uh, curious, I inquired about their operating location. To which they replied, Laboni, Laboni, which is here in Accra. Mm -hmm. uh, without hesitation, I informed the person that I had reported them to the police and that um, legal action was being pursued. What followed was a rather unsettling response from the individual. He laughed and said, you think you can catch us? <laughs> there are many of us. You won't succeed. Since that encounter, they haven't contacted my friend again. Mm. So you see, it's, it's a huge economy out there, it would seem. And because of the desperation, people are going for it. Mm -hmm. I think our authorities must up their the game. They must up their game. Yeah. Because seriously, no. Yeah. It's just so cool. Anyway, you're still listening to the City Breakfast Show. Now, if you want a British degree from a world-class university at the fraction of the cost, then join Lancaster University Ghana right here in Accra. You, uh, you experience a diverse student community, vibrant campus life, and 50% scholarship to support your study. Now, admissions are currently open for the October 2023 intake. Apply now for our foundation and undergrad programs. Call 030-218-989 or send an email to admissions at lancaster.edu.gh. Lancaster University, Ghana, the only British university campus in West Africa. Now, the ECG is informing their cherished customers that those who have paid up for the new service and separate meter service provision, that they should visit their respective ECG district offices to be served. Customers should please note and take along their receipts of payment and any national ID card to ascertain their IDs and for the necessary official process and documentation. ECG is reminding everybody that customers who are caught in any form of illegality will be charged with the criminal offense of stealing in accordance with the law and their names to be widely published. Help ECG to serve you better. And if you've been dreaming of owning your own home, then we've got exciting news for you. At Piercing Properties, we believe that trust is key when it comes to building homes that's what we offer beautiful living spaces that you can trust with our flexible payment plans you will enjoy your dream home without hurting your pocket locate serenidad at new achimota just a 10 minute drive from the new achimota mall you can get in touch with uh, piercing properties on 0553 or visit piercingproperties.org at piercing we build trust before homes now dad is a son's first hero and a daughter's first love come on over this father's day and let's celebrate the pride of fatherhood together at pediasi valley resort we have a delightful lunch buffet with live band music at only 400 CDs and dinner buffet with live band music at 300 CDs for you and your families to dine at our Baobab restaurant. And don't miss out on our fantastic room and spa packages that run from the 12th to the 26th of June to give our heroes the treat they deserve. 
for inquiries or reservations, call 0540125555 or 0540125554. Pedriasi Valley Resort, live life. Now, when was the last time you heard interest rate, 10% interest rate collateral, free loan, and 1 million CDs in the same sentence? Never, right? Now, if you're a female entrepreneur, young business owner, or you are into agribusiness, or you're a fintech, there's great news for you. In collaboration with the Mastercard Foundation, Absa is offering SME loans at only 10% per annum to help you move your business to the next level. Get in touch with the Absa SME Project Office or get to them at Regina Accra, the nearest Absa branch, or their website, absa.com.gh, to find out more. That's Africanacity, that's Absa. Are you getting good insights from your data for de- uh, decision-making? Join the data analytics revolution and empower your team to work smart, save time, and deliver insights from data using the world's most powerful business tools, Microsoft Excel and Power BI. Talk to Finex Skills Hub. They'll give you practical training, uh, whether you're a corporate or an individual, in Excel for work, data analytics, and financial modeling to help you improve productivity at the office. Register now via finexskillshub.com or call 0244-782356 to sign up for their corporate and individual training sessions. Finex Skills Hub, learn, connect, grow. Still listening to the City Breakfast Show. We'll be speaking to our very good friends from the University of Ghana School of Law in a bit. And then after that, we'll give you today's serving of the Honor Series in terms of the City Business uh, Month. We'll be speaking to Taka Awari on building a great SME team. Happening a little later on the show. So, Please stick and stay. A day like a new day. I just choke who one corner the wedge payday. Inshallah, this year they are for Mari. The Yanum, no people sand in my Gary. Ha ha, he he, ha ha, he he, I be you, Bob. Make we link up. Better time, be you, Bob. See what CDs in my savings, but at least. We the money. I don't pay the lights bill, but at least. We the money. Job side has more, but at least. We the money. Ah, for dues. We the money. Oh, capiche. We the money. Still the money in house, but you know. We the money. Fall asleep with my dolls, but you know. We the money. Visa bounce, but if we get some. We go manage, we they manage. How are you? Fine, thank you. It's been a long time, oh. You don't look for me. Oh, why is it a sign, oh? And you, oh, me. I'm blessed and highly favored. Even today, I did morning devotion with my neighbors. Are you still with your boy? I had to leave him in a haste. So, no, dear. Girl, be all shit scared and it tastes. But a waste. Anyway, my new guy, I met him in church. Bible studies, God fearing. I think it works. And you, oh, me. By now, I'm focused on my studies. Getting my third degree. Sasa, study. But someone prop. It's always warning me. I don't want to agree. You changed my grade A to a B. Oh ho, Ghana, impending, burning, Same thing happened in my uni. Oh ho, well, you better fun it. See you later. Why? Zero CDs in my savings, but at least. We the money. I don't pay the lights bill, but at least. We the money. Job side has more, but at least. We the money. Ah, for dues. We the money. Oh, capiche. We the money. Still the money in house, but you know. We the money. Fall asleep with my dolls, but you know. We the money. Visa bounce, but if we get some pounds, we go manage. Make I take you to a little illustration Show you two Ghanaians in a conversation We like to talk, you would think that it's an occupation So so managers, ladies nation Charlie, I see you keep Might be the last time You hear Sekofi die Sigh, what happened now? Mm. 
this one some way. On me quidro in wife left I'm heartbreak. Back of people, same gana we did inside. Last time I see him, everything cool for inside. We even go car park, he show me a new ride. Pictures on the phone, big wedding house, new bride. Should be sick, if he couldn't cut his coats. According to his size, happiness a joke. Same gana that we did. 58, still listening to the City Breakfast Show. So like I said, uh, we'll be talking to our very good friends from the University of Ghana School of Law. We have uh, all kinds of great things uh, happening there. So I've been joined by Rachel Hazel, who's a lecturer. We actually have a room full of lecturers, actually. We have Rachel Hazel, Kwekubwedu, Zena Bayarga, and William Demetia. All right, good morning. Good morning. Welcome to the City Breakfast Show. How are we doing? Good morning. We're fine? Yes. Wonderful, wonderful, wonderful. Now, it's uh, another academic here. Uh, you are taking in students into the University of Ghana um, School of Law. And we do know that you are um, inviting applications for your recently launched 19 twin programs in LLM and MA and uh, your traditional post-first degree program. So let's, um, last year, I remember we had the same conversation about your newly introduced LLMs exactly. and all the new programs. How's it, how's it been one year on? How 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 will you review what you've been doing so far? For me, it's been exciting. That's the only word I can use. It's been exciting. It's been challenging, um, but it's been good. Our students are happy with what we have been able to do so far. Whatever we promised, we've we've you know delivered on our promises. So for my part. It's been great. Okay, thousand four hundred students in the thousand four hundred students in the first cohort uh, across across all the programs. It's it's been patronized extremely well, uh, mm. very very well. I see, I see. Wonderful, wonderful, wonderful. One year on, it's it's been good. Um, this year you've also um opened entries for the nineteen twin programs and the traditional post first degree program. Um, what are these nineteen programs? If we if you could just remind us for somebody who didn't. Who doesn't know or is hearing this for the very first time? What are these 19 programs uh, on offer? the Alternative Dispute Resolution. There's Corporate and Commercial Law. There's Energy Law, Policy and Practice. There's Financial Markets Law and Regulation. There's Gender and the Law. There's Health Law and Ethics. There's Human Rights Law and Practice. Then there is Information Technology Law, International Law, labor law, law and development, law and practice of public administration, law for micro, small and medium scale enterprises, law of the sea and oceans governance, maritime law, national security law and practice, natural resources law, paralegal practice, and last but not the least at all, tax law policy and practice. Mm, great. So very interesting topics, very pertinent topics, tax and, and all of that. For somebody who's listening and is interested and wants to be part of this October intake, what do what, what, what would they need to apply or what kind of qualifications would they need to, to enter such a program? Um, so applications are open to one, two categories of persons because we are running what we call the twin program, the okay. MA, Master of Arts, and then the LLM, Master's in Law. Now, for the MA program, a first degree in any field qualifies mm. you to enter, to apply for the program. 
and then for the LLM, um, a first, an LLB is your pre-qualification to apply to the program. Okay. Now for the NMA also, um, if you have a relevant area, is, I mean, it is good. But if not, we have other ways by which we assess persons who are eligible for the MA program. Mm, all right. um, one such prerequisite may be persons who are already in the industry. So they have the industry experience. However, they don't have the requisite background before getting into, you know how it is here. You <laughs> enter a job and then they say, okay, so this is how you do it. Do it this way, do it that mm -hmm. way. You, and then eventually you learn you on learn. the job. So these are people that we are looking for. Okay. So they can also apply okay. in that regard. So, so you're looking for people who have professional knowledge but lack the theoretical understanding of what they do one category one category okay yes. i see that's great somebody's asking will there be any entry exams interviews all of that well for the thank you very much for the uh, llm ma program there's no entry exam okay. however depending on the area you're applying to or the particular program there mm. may be an interview I see. That would be necessary because probably the number of applicants may exceed the, the class size, the class size mm -hmm. or the space we have. Mm -hmm. Or they may also want to use that as a means to also rope in people who may have a third class in the bachelor's mm -hmm. who ordinarily will not qualify mm -hmm. to read it. But based on relevant experience and others, we may want to do an interview mm -hmm. to see the person's suitability. So for the interview... Mm -hmm. It's very possible there will be, but there's no entrance exam. Entrance exam, okay. Yeah, now, in, in terms of, in terms of the, the the lectures, what what should one expect if I sign up? How would the in which form would the lectures be be delivered, or what should I expect when I show up in class? Um, lectures are hybrid, uh, so it's either in person or online. So students elect uh, how 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 to attend lectures. Okay. Um, the all lectures are recorded. So if for whatever reason you are unable to come show up physically, it means that you will find a connection and attend online. Mm -hmm. But if for some reason you are unable to attend at all, then you look for the recording, the recording. and make sure that you, you have participated in the class. We, we kind of discourage that. But we make room for it, mm. just just in case. Because there will be those exceptional cases yeah, where so, somebody just can't make it yeah. for very genuine reasons. Um, will, will, will there be support if somebody has difficulty in, in applying? I'm trying to apply. I'm hitting roadblocks. I can't get through. Is there any helpline, any, anybody somebody can speak to to resolve those kinds of challenges? Yes. Uh, you can reach out. All the information you would want would be found on our website, www.law dot ug dot edu dot gh however if you need assistance you can reach out to our um, people on the following line zero five three one two eight two four one three zero five three one three three zero two zero three also zero two zero three one nine eight four 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 and zero two four four seven five nine 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 seven. So either you're on the website or you can reach out to us on any of these numbers okay. and we'll gladly assist you. I see. So how I to see. go through the process. I see. Great great stuff. Just final words, final words as we as we 
wrap it up for somebody who's listening and this has piqued their interest what would you tell them the fees I mean, Aha. it's yeah. very important. <laughs> Lots of people that is the is the deal breaker, yes. deal maker yes. or deal breaker. Yes, it's it's very affordable. Twenty five thousand Ghana CD for the whole year. It even includes the application fees. So, and you don't have to pay all at a go. You can pay half at the um, commencement of the semester or the program, and then you can pay the um, rest um, later. So uh, we have um, payment plans and payment options for those who cannot afford to raise the 25000 within um, the year. Okay. So that's one of the mm. things. And what, 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 what I would like to add is the, corporate, the University of Ghana has invested a lot in recruiting lecturers for this program. Okay. The 19 programs. The 19 yeah. new programs. Okay. But in, in addition to that, we're getting impressive cooperation from industry mm. because we're running the program as a, a university industry uh, collaboration. So for, for specialized topics, uh, for, for my part, for instance, uh, IT law, uh, we are talking of internet governance and Professor Queno is sitting in the classroom. Can you imagine that? You, you just can't get it anywhere. Professor Queno himself is sitting in the classroom. Okay, Bank of Ga Governor of Bank of Ghana has designated somebody to come and talk, teach us um, uh, on uh, fintech. Okay, we have the NCA bringing lecturers. Okay. We have the Right to Information Commission. We have the data. So we, we are getting, and it's across all the programs. And in addition to that, we also have foreign uh, lecturers who also come in with specific expertise mm, wonderful wonderful just one question somebody's asking if they're outside ghana how can they apply or enroll i, I don't know if i got the question right yeah so please go online www.law.ug.edu.gh you'll get all the information you need and please let me let, let's re-emphasize due to mr kukubudu and his team's innovation we do not accept paper applications everything is online Everything is online. Everything, Every single thing. Everything is online. So if he's outside and wants to apply, he can get all the information and do all the applications online. Mm, I so see. that's that is something. Fine. That. This cohort we have foreign students. Yes. Okay. Flying. Students from Ivory Coast. Okay. Attending. Who, are, who are coming in? Yeah. Somebody's asking whether it's during weekdays, weekends. That's that's a message on my board. So um, basically, the lectures run evenings, Mondays to. Fridays. Fridays. Yes, yeah, so evenings from 5 p.m. to 8 p.m. Currently at the city campus of the University of Ghana, which is located, which is very close to the Ministry of Information. Mm -hmm. We chose that as a central location so that mm -hmm. people don't have to journey all the way to Legon with all the traffic, driving two hours to lectures when they close at 5. Mm -hmm. So we thought that was a very centralized point. And so 5 p.m. to 8 p.m. Uh, there may be some days when you may have to have lectures or some tutorials ahead of that time. But that is flexible, and mm -hmm. the lecturers and the students will agree on that. But it's weekdays. Okay, great stuff. Yeah. Great stuff. Yes. Final, finally. I mean, um, so in addition to industry corporations, we also have quite a lot of corporations. We've tried in the, in the first year of the program mm -hmm. to have corporations with schools outside of Ghana. Mm -hmm. So currently we have some collaborations, partnerships with um, Columbia Law School. So in the next academic year, we are expecting that some of our students on some of the programs would be able to spend some time abroad. So maybe you can call it a semester abroad or a week or two abroad to have that uh, international feel 
with respect to the exposure with respect to the courses they are running and some of these may include uh corporate and commercial law students adr students and others and this may come at um zero maybe zero fees to the students but mm. if there's anything of course certainly the students will have to take care of <laughs> I'll take care of that great wonderful wonderful thank you so so much for joining us those are very good friends from the university of ghana law school we had rachel hazel Kwekubwedu, Zena Bayarga, and William Demitia. They've been talking about uh, this year's uh, cohort. They are trying to put together the cohort for this year as they take in more students. They have 19 LLM MA twin programs. And uh, they've st they started last year. Last year, I remember we had the same conversation. So we are back here. This year. The deadline. It was Good. actually this year. It was this year. Yes, it was January. 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 Yeah. <laughs> so application deadline is 30th June. 30th June. 30th, 30th June. 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 Yes. So people don't have too much time. They need yes, to start please. working quickly. Yes. Please. All right. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so, so much for joining us. And wish you the very best ahead of the new academic year. Thank, thank you. Still listening to the City Breakfast Show. We'll take a very quick break. When we come back, we'll give you the Thursday morning serving of our honest series for the City Businessman. Today we are speaking with Taka Wari on how to build a great SME team, how to build a great SME winning team. All of that and more coming up after this short break. This is still the City Breakfast Show. We'll be right back. Don't go anywhere. This is the, the, the City Breakfast Show. Welcome to another edition of the Honest Series for the City Business Edition. This week we're focusing on SMEs. And today we're talking about how to build a winning SME team. My guest is one of our favorites <laughs> from Busara, Africa, in the presence of Takaway. Taka, good to have you. I'm always excited to be here with you, Bernard. You're always up to something. <laughs> always up to something. How are you doing? I'm well. Busy, busy, Wonderful. but well. Helping people develop. Yes, indeed. Bringing out the best in them as leaders. Wonderful. And yeah. you are a people person. So yes. your, your organization adds value to people. For sure. Wonderful. For sure. We want to talk about SMEs and team building. Usually when we talk of team building, we discuss big teams. Yes. So large organizations, they talk organizational development. But I feel SMEs, the ones I interact with, they struggle with keeping people. Yes, yes, And a lot yes. of my friends who run SMEs say, Bernard, how do I get, I train somebody, I get him into the team, he gets all the skills, and then he disappears. Yes, so yes. It's, it's, so maybe we need to start thinking about these small organizations and how they manage people as well. Yes, indeed. And, and maybe one of the things we also need to think about is when people come and go, it's how do you institutionalize knowledge, culture, systems, processes, so that everything is not dependent on one person. Mm. And that's usually the challenge we have as SMEs. Eh? Mm -hmm. It's all about one person who has all the skills in their heads. Eh? So I think that's a key thing. We need to institutionalize put systems in place so that as people come and go, and that will happen. That's just a reality. People come in, you, you can't pay them as much. They move into bigger institutions. So recognize that where at your level, you may be a stepping stone mm -hmm. to other organizations. You make peace with that mm. and just make sure that you don't lose when they move on. 
We've had a bit of that, and I'll, I'll ask you about that later. But let's okay. start with definitions. When we say a winning team, what do we mean? Okay. So it's also important to distinguish between a team and a group. And so I always oh. say a, a team, a, a group of people who perform interdependent tasks mm -hmm. to achieve a shared goal. Mm. So people just sitting in an office all together, that doesn't necessarily make them a team. Huh? Okay. So if they have a shared purpose and they're somewhat interdependent. Huh? Mm. So they could be functional. So the production, your whole production group here, I see, could be a team because huh? they're all, uh, they're particular sales department. That's a functional group. Mm -hmm. Or a team could be a group that you pull together here at City FM to say, okay, we're having the boot camp. Mm. So we need about four or five people who are going to be focused for five months to plan, execute, and they may come from different departments to make it happen. That's a team that's focused around a task. Huh? Mm. So that's what we mean by, by a team. Huh? Now, you, you really asked me about a, a winning, winning team, because yes. not yes. every team is a winning <laughs> team. Some are very dysfunctional teams. Yes. Huh? Yes. So, so three things make a team a winning team. Number okay. one, they achieve sustained results. Okay. So not just results today, hey, hi, and then things go wrong, and then they cancel. So achieve oh, yes. sustained results. Mm -hmm. Number two, they maintain team resilience, huh? okay. because we recognize no matter what challenges will come. Mm. So when challenges come, how resilient is the team to be mm -hmm. able to bounce, not just back, but forward? Mm -hmm. And the final thing, they're vital. Huh? Mm -hmm. And this is important in terms of, when I mean they, are vi they have vitality, sorry, let me clarify yeah. that. It means they have a lot of positive energy. Okay. And the reason I emphasize this, Bernard, mm. is because I've seen teams that can achieve results, but they're toxic. Mm. I mean, mm. by the time people have worked with that team to put on a show to achieve this thing, they're burnt out, they're stressed, and they're on verge of... That's not the kind of vitality that we're talking I about. I like the, the, the resilience because yeah. that suggests they've, they've been through challenges. Yes. And they've yes. been through fights together. Yes. And they're still... So it means yes. a team... Uh, one of the ways in which a group becomes a team is also overcoming adversity together. For sure, mm. for sure. And learning how to do that because that's mm. not always self-evident. Self mm. So as I said, some of the leaders I talk to complain about different things, but have you been able to isolate some of the key challenges leaders mm -hmm. have with teams? Yes, yes. Lots, for mm -hmm. sure. But let me bring out three that mm -hmm. I've seen. Huh? One of the first ones is, and, and I may ask you if you've had to deal with this one before, mm. particularly given the business that yeah. you're in, huh? yeah. is managing star players mm -hmm. or divas who won't play nice. <laughs> they don't collaborate, mm. they're egocentric, they don't deliver, you know, they deliver results, huh? so we don't hold them accountable. Do you know, I remember one of the toughest questions you asked me, mm -hmm. it could have been about seven years ago, and you said, Taka, what do you do, and you asked me, Taka, do you watch football? And then you said, what do you do in a situation where you have one player who always scores goals, but in terms of values, he treats the other players like dirt. He doesn't share. He doesn't respect time. Mm. Do you? But they deliver results. What do you uh, do? What do you do? And it's the same thing I've seen sometimes in this business. Huh? So you may have one key host or a key person. Look, I used to be like that a lot. So usually, ah! usually oh yeah. So usually, morning show hosts are the prima donnas. There you go. So the MD will would not shout at you because you're the, you the, 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 the goose that lays the golden egg. There you go. So when sales comes with a challenge, you are always like difficult to work with. There you go. Programs, there's always tension. And sometimes the, the host can play between the two sides. So sales want to drive numbers. Programs also want audience. And then there you have you the go. host 
basically just incorrigible. There you go. Uh, but because his personality is so strong, people listen. So a lot of morning show hosts yes. have that tendency. That so I, I can say for many years I was... Oh, wow. I was, yeah, yeah. So, and of course, as you mature into the job, sure. you sort of get it. And then there are different ways of honing that. But sure. So I won't even point fingers. I, you can I, look at yourself. I am that man. <laughs> you were that oh, I was man. that man. You see? Yeah. And it's powerful yeah. that you... you yeah. You have matured beyond yeah, that, but yes. many don't. So you can imagine what a headache that was huh, at the time yes, to, to, yes. to manage you yes. because you bring in revenue. So yes. it keeps people, it keeps leaders awake at night. So yeah. that's one. Huh? Yeah. So the divas prima donnas. Okay. The second one is about managing conflict within the team. And yeah. there are all kinds of conflicts. Huh? Yeah. There's task-based conflict, mm -hmm. huh? where as long as you and I are interdependent, mm -hmm. huh? because that's the whole thing about being in a team. Huh? Mm -hmm. So in order for me to achieve results, mm -hmm. I need you to do X, Y, Z. So if you don't do it, then I'm drop the ball. Blah, blah, blah. So it's those kinds of conflicts. Mm -hmm. There's work style conflicts. You can imagine I might be a last minute dot com type person, <laughs> whereas you might be somebody who wants things done early, that mm -hmm. might bring a conflict, but also personalities. Huh? So managing inherent conflict mm. that comes mm. by just having people who are different, doing different things, that's another huge stress. And yeah. what I see too many leaders do is they avoid. Yeah. They just don't deal with it. So yeah. it becomes bigger issues. So that's mm -hmm. one. Hmm? That's the second. The third yeah. big one I've seen is where there's a lack of trust within the team. So little, little things start fostering. They become issues. Then people don't trust each other. They don't yeah. share information. Yeah. They don't feel like each other have their back. So you as a leader, you come and you're like, ah, why was this thing not done? And they're like, oh, well, so-and-so didn't share information. When you start to ask, well, why didn't they share information? Why didn't you help so-and-so out? Mm. Somehow they don't trust each other. So mm. those are some of the common challenges. My I reflection on, on that, for, for the issue of conflict, as you said, you try and deal with it when it's small, before it gets big. That's it. So a lot of times when you notice that this could become a problem, we don't wait for it to get big. That's what I try to do. Yes. Because don't forget, I, I work with a team... I worked with many teams, hosting a morning show for almost that number of years. Yeah. So one of the things is there could be conflict. Maybe this guy, he interrupted this guy during the show and he didn't yes. get a bad. So you try and resolve. So usually when you have like a daily post uh, show meeting, yes. you, don't, you don't allow that issue to... To, to fester. Exactly. This is it. So it's a key learning yes. as and a the, leader yes. to deal with issues Early. When they are early, when they are small, when they are small. small. early and, and small. small, and sometimes at the right time. Yes, uh, you yes. know, don't delay, yeah, but yeah, wait but for the right time. You're right because sometimes, the, so you need to pick the best time. Yes. So because there are times maybe the, the mood is still sore. Too bad. Yes, yes. So when the person is in a good mood, and then the other thing about trust is, I, I feel like the most important attribute a leader needs is trust. Yes. So if, especially within my team, if they don't trust that I mean well, yes. or that I I I have thought about what they want to do. Yes. So sometimes I can do something that hurts them, but because they trust me, they let yes. it go. And I think that if, if I lose that, that that's yeah. it. But that's but my sometimes, own. And, but also you have to build that trust. They have to have it amongst each yes. other. Yes, yes, huh? Otherwise, they don't support each other. They don't have each other's backs. They undermine each other. Mm. That's why the trust becomes so important. Huh? We're talking to Taka Awori, and we're mm -hmm. looking at building winning teams for SMEs, but really for all kinds of companies. It's already separated or distinguished a group from a team, given the, 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 the features and some common challenges 
that leaders face. This is not an exhaustive list. There are many, many challenges yes, as sure, well. Sure, sure. So what should a leader do? Okay, to, to get a winning team. Yes, huh? yes. Many, many things, but I'm going to pick out very quickly five. Mm -hmm, huh? mm -hmm. So the first one is one I always sing about. Huh? It's from Jim Collins. Get the right people on the bus. <laughs> <laughs> When you have the opportunity, huh? mm. select who join. And to, if, when you have the opportunity to select who joins the team, select well, mm -hmm. choose well. Mm. Huh? Too often, we don't. We look just on experience and skills. We're looking at that nice CV. Eh, this one has a PhD from where, MBA from where, and yes, experience and skills and certifications mm. matter. Mm -hmm. But you must also pay attention to values and attitudes culture fit huh? so if you're particularly focusing on teamwork mm -hmm. a good principle that i picked up from patrick lencioni is mm -hmm. he says look for people who are humble hungry and smart i like that humble because they are they've managed their egos so they're willing to collaborate and work with others hungry because they're eager to learn constantly they want to make a difference they're mm -hmm. not just set in their ways and finally naturally you want folks who they're smart so right? humble hungry humble hungry and smart patrick lencioni yeah, write that yeah. Like because that. these are people who always be more concerned about the greater good than their own yeah so select mm -hmm. well huh? mm -hmm. um Again, when we, we invest too much time on, on, on degrees and experience, so focus on that fit. Huh? But that also means then, Bernard, mm -hmm. huh? that if someone is not the right fit, they're mm -hmm. not being a good team player. They got to go. They got to go. You got to get them <laughs> off the bus. So learn how to get people off the bus. So that's the first one. Yeah. yeah? Second one mm -hmm. is about getting let's continue with the bus metaphor mm -hmm. getting the right people in the right seats okay huh? oh, but i know you're such a football fan so <laughs> let me just use that football and right disgrace place, myself right <laughs> <laughs> yeah. they're in the right positions yeah. eh? avoid putting square pegs mm -hmm. into round holes yeah. make, and then once you've done that make sure everybody's clear about who's doing what it seems so Obvious, but I've mm. seen so much conflict in teams where it's like, ah, but I thought I was supposed to do that, but you told so and so to do that, but he's this one is taking my job, he's too known. Why is he doing all of that? Huh? So, this avoids role mm. conflict, huh? mm. Um, mm. but also people need to appreciate the interdependence of mm. what they do that becomes particularly key. Mm. How have you had to struggle with this one in terms of getting right people in the so? Um, my, I have two challenges. Mm. Um, because of what I do, I see people different. So I'm a morning show host. Okay. okay. So I am looking for people who can help me deliver a conversation. Okay. Sometimes other people in the, in the, in the leadership are looking for different things. So one of the things we need to do is to synchronize our objectives, right? So, for example, if you have a, a management team of a sales manager, a programs manager, a general manager, an HR manager discussing somebody to come and join me on the show, they are all solving from different parts. One of the things we try and do is to make sure you're on the same page. There you go. All right. Otherwise, we would all be... Because when I was in investor, I remember we had an executive committee where we were sort of choosing people to replace us. And there were lots of arguments because the secretary was looking for somebody who could do this. So everybody was looking for different people. Yes. So, yes. so, so that's one. My, in my own, in my own um, like choice of people to work with me, yeah. chemistry is very important. Mm. Chemistry is very important because... It's very informal. So yeah. even though we're discussing national issues, um, you don't necessarily have to be tight friends, but yes. it has to be you have to flow. relatability. There needs to be, yes, yes, Because yes. 
the cream flows to the top. So the yeah. best way to spawn good ideas is to have a conversation. So, for example, during a commercial break, yes. we're having a, a random conversation. Then yeah. something will come out. So I look out for those things, mm. right? I don't. I, if I'm even looking for a numbers guy, I don't just want somebody who's just good behind a machine mm. and can type a lot. Mm. I want somebody who is relatable mm. because people can feel that. Yeah. But do you see what you therefore have? You have clarity yeah. about what you're looking for. Oh, yes. Huh? Yeah. And too often, I mm. find that as SMEs, we don't invest enough time in that clarity. Mm -hmm. Or if when we do, mm -hmm. because we may not be able to afford mm -hmm. the, to pay for the, the kind of quality we're looking for, huh? mm -hmm. but really it's mm -hmm. not what we're looking for. Mm -hmm. And so sometimes mm -hmm. you need to get creative. Huh? Mm -hmm. So you might decide, this is what I'm looking for. I can't afford them full-time, yeah. but maybe I could afford them part-time while they do other things. Right? So we're also very flexible. That's a very good point because yeah. I noticed that in the talent industry, yeah. some of the best people do a lot of things. Yes. So you have to create space. I mean, one of my guys is a lawyer. He's doing his law. Yes. Another one writes for a certain magazine globally. They're, yes. they're doing all kinds of yes. things because yes. if you want to assemble the best, and the economy we're in, you have to be flexible. That's it. Right. But the point is that they should also not be skiving. Yes. I want you have to manage them yes. well. So you can't say you can't kind of say, okay, well, I'm doing this, that, and that, and that. Yeah. yeah. So I'm just going to give you five minutes of my time. Yes. When you are here, you have to be You'll here. Be fully here. Because I respect you first, yes. and then you need to respect me as well. Yes. So that understanding has to be there. Yes. So that yes, you are not here. All, all day, the time, yeah. But when you are here, you have to be to here. Be fully here. Yes. And have clear deliverables and yeah, yeah. expectations. Yes. Yeah. There, yes. There's a whole art to managing. It's like how you manage people who work remotely. Yeah. Huh? It's not the same way as having mm. them all the time. Huh? Yeah. We'll okay. take a break here and come okay. back. We're all talking right. to Taka Wari. We're just uh, uh, working our way through building winning teams for SMEs. Very, very important principle, she said. Get the right people on the bus. We like the bus analogy. Mm -hmm. We are still within the point two of, or principle two of role selection and clarity mm -hmm. we'll deal with that when we come back and continue with other points stay with the biggest business festival in ghana is on mark your calendars this june as we bring you the city business festival 2023 the running theme for this year's festival is make it ghana it's going to be a month-long conversation on how to grow improve and expand your business with seasoned industry experts join the weekly business forum every tuesday from 11 a.m to 1 p.m live on city tv for discussions on various thematic areas each week beginning with Week one, reimagining the digital economy. Week two, building resilient SME brands. Week three, the changing phase of the Ghanaian retail market. And week four, understanding and leveraging agribusiness value chains. Also, tune in every weekday at 9.05 a.m. for the City Business Festival on Air Series on the City Breakfast Show on 97.3 City FM to acquire the information you need to kickstart and strengthen your business. There will be a lesson for every business on the City Business Festival 2023 this June. Only on City TV, 97.3 City FM, citybusinessnews.com, and on CNR Digital. The City Business Festival 2023 is powered by City TV and City FM and is proudly sponsored by MTN.
Welcome back to day four of our week two. We're talking SME. My guest, Taka Awari, Busara Africa, leading self, leading, leading others, others with, with wisdom. wisdom. Yes. She's released a new book, Leadership in Africa, a great read, less than 300 pages, about 280 something. You need to yes. get that book and read. Really, really insightful book. Today, we're talking about building a winning team from the SME's perspective. So on, role, on principle two, you spoke about role selection and clarity. And I shared my own views about this. You said avoid poking square pegs in round holes. Yeah. What else do you have to say about the second principle? I, I would just say that make sure people understand the interdependence of their roles. Huh? Mm -hmm. Again, this comes, we're talking about teams. Mm -hmm. Too many people want to act again like they're the individual soul. So getting people to recognize that what you deliver, what you do will affect other people. So yes, you need to have clarity on what your role is, but understand how your role will then affect somebody else's role. Huh? So be mindful of that. Huh? Wonderful. Yeah. Now let's come to the third principle. So th this is one that often we, we haven't been so used to, but it's around focusing on collective mm -hmm. results. Okay. Huh? Now, for many of us who've been working on the formal, in the formal space, eh, mm -hmm. we're used to holding people accountable on individual results. So continue okay. to do that. Okay. Huh? So for instance, for you, Bernard, for mm. each of the people that you're managing, okay. continue to have individual objectives that you set at the beginning of the year and then you hold them accountable on that. But mm. what I'm saying is to build a winning team, you complement that with having establishing collective team results. Wow. Huh? Now imagine, therefore, that means you will complement the individual appraisals mm -hmm. with team appraisals. Wow. So at the end of the year, and then we're going to talk through what that might look like in, your, in practice yeah. for you. Eh? Yeah. At the end of the year or mid-year or actually periodically, you would be monitoring to say, as a team, how far have we gone in achieving these team objectives? That's one. But two, each person on the team then gets appraised on their level of teamwork and collaboration within the team. That's so powerful. I was just thinking about the camera crew here. Okay. So there's a light guy, there's a sound guy, okay. there's a floor guy, there's a director, there's a producer. Okay. A lot of times you notice everybody's fighting their own corner. Once the sound is great, I'm okay. Once the light is great, I'm okay. So you're right. If, if we said, you know what, sound is great, light is great, floor is okay, but there's something wrong with what we saw on yeah. TV. So, so what would be their team objective? What, the, how would you define it? So the, 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 the show must go without any production hitch. There you go. The right camera angles, the right shots, right, uh, what do you call it, text. There so, and there are some things that weld together. So I'm very happy you're saying this. So it means that at the end of the day, we can evaluate the whole team. Yes. And it's possible for individuals to also do the right things. Yes. But because we're not working collaboratively, you will still have a poor if, outcome. Yeah, if there was a hitch, then you're all responsible. Do because a good example is, let's assume the floor manager wants to bring something to the host. Okay. Right, and then she informs somebody up there, but doesn't inform another person behind the camera. Uh -huh. He doesn't adjust his camera right, and then you, you have a problem. Interdependence. It's very, very critical. Do you see? Very so when people, but it really takes shifting their minds yeah. because as you said, most people are just focused. Is my lighting right? Is the sound right? Is my camera right? Mm -hmm. Their own little thing. That's nothing yeah. to say that. Yeah. Yes, I will ask you about the lighting, yeah. but I am also all of you together. I'm going to say, did you achieve? How many shows went off without a hitch? And this is very important for large organizations. Like for example, for our business, yeah. a lot of times you have tensions between programs and sales. 
Do you get it? Because they, they sort of solve for different things. One depends okay. on the other, though. Yeah. So it's very important for people in programs to know that at the end of the day, it's not about how great a program is. Yes. It also has to sell. Yes. Right. And then the sales guys will have to know that selling is great, but there has to be a certain raw material to sell. Yes. There's always tension there. So it's a very, very powerful point to so make. So you know what you would add to the team objective in addition to having flawless production? how well they collaborated with other teams. Because this is the other thing I find mm. in organizations. You have mm. silos. Huh? Yes. So you might have a fantastic, as you said, program team, fantastic marketing team, but they're not speaking to each other. But if you add it to their team objective, they will organize themselves to say who continuously has to speak to that one, who has to speak, so that you are not just having strong teams, you're also having strong teams working within other teams in the organization. And I think that depends a lot on the leader and the tone they 100%. set. Because if you sort of pitch people against each other, then you are making a mistake. So what you try and do is to listen to everybody and say, look, by the way, you guys are on the same team. Yes. And then as you said, you give them, uh, you, you assess them on collective. Totally. Yes, I think it's very, yeah. very powerful yeah. point. So that, that's the third one, yeah? Mm -hmm. Collective results. Then fourth one is yeah. coach them, back to your football, coach them to play well together. This yeah. is what you were speaking alluding to earlier about, for instance, managing conflicts. Huh? Yes, that's the yes, first one, yes, yeah? yes. I, I, I think that's very important because when you work in a talent-driven um, team, there's a lot of strong egos. Eesh. And so one of the things you learn to do is to, this, 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 what's the word to use? Uh -huh. You diffuse. Yes. You don't suppress. No, no, no. Let people that's talk. Energy, yes. But find a way of getting them to work together. I think it's actually a very strong leadership challenge. Yes. And but, skill that needs to yes. be developed, yes. therefore. Yes. Facilitating. Yeah. Be, be, because you know, we say, we always say in our world that conflict is not necessarily bad. Mm -hmm. It's how it's managed. Because yeah. conflict is natural. Yeah. Eh? Yeah. Yeah. So therefore, a key leadership skill then, as mm. you said, mm. is to manage it, not put it under the table. Because what mm -hmm. I see often in many of our organizations, particularly in an African context, mm -hmm. we like this, um, what do we call it? I call it fake harmony. Yes. Where everybody says, hey, it's okay, hey, hey, it's okay, we're <laughs> no, all fine. They are, they are yeah. You step out of the meeting yeah. room and then there's all the gossiping in the corridor. Yeah. Because, yeah. and so I think a key skill is to bring corridor conversation on gossip mm -hmm. from the corridor mm -hmm. to the boardroom or the proper formal space so it can be dealt with in a healthy way. That's something yeah. that one has to do to build a winning team, eh? as you coach them to play well. Eh? Talking about coaching, I saw a very interesting quote, a quote about, an, um, I think it's an American football team, and I think that the person said, good coaches have a pre-game plan. Okay. And great coaches do half-time adjustments. Thought I was that. Things, was it's, it's amazing yeah. because things yeah. happen. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. you might realize I need a time adjustment yep. to be able to deal with this issue. But you notice we're using the word coaching. Eh? Yes. Because there are different times where you might need to be directive as you are setting the vision okay but when you're getting people to play well mm -hmm. huh? yes you may have to say you play this or you're out in terms of values mm -hmm. but there's a lot about understanding people facilitating them as you said giving them space to speak mm. and earth issues otherwise if you're just all about commanding you push things under the so table are you are you distinguishing coaching from say managing is that what are you using coaching in a more what, what, as a, as what a leadership? I'm using yeah. it as a leadership style. Huh? 
Okay. So, for instance, if you clearly see, if I see there's something going on with Bernard and Kojo, yeah. and then I'm not even you guys, stop it. Mm -hmm. What will they do? They'll just cover up and they'll never let you see what's going on. But if I call them back in, a coaching style, you start with questions. Guys, what's going on? Mm. I want to hear you each. Huh? Mm -hmm. Then I ask them, how do you think you need to solve this? Okay. Do you see? So that's a lot more of a coaching style, which is useful when you want to get to the bottom of issues. The question there, though, is a lot of leaders have many battles they fight. Yeah. So he's in charge of a small fintech. Yeah. He's dealing with government regulation. I know. The tax guys are on his neck, right? He strategizes with his team and he believes they know where the business is going. Yeah. He says, I don't need this at this time, yeah. right? Um, I have a so big meeting with some guys who want to give us money yeah. and my two managers can't work with each other. Like you're saying, be collaborative, coach them. I like, know, I don't it takes time. Why do I have to stop this big deal and kind of ask the two of you like kids? You know, it's yeah. almost like, yeah. I just want you to emphasize the importance of that because a lot of, a lot of leaders feel like, I don't want to waste, I don't have time for this. Yes. And then they don't, and then it gets, it's yes. like sharpening the saw. Yeah. When you have a winning team, yeah. it's like you have a sharp saw okay. to achieve the results. Huh? Okay. When your people are busy fighting, mm -hmm. undermining each other, uh -huh. it's like you're working with a blunt mm. saw. Mm. So, yes, I fully appreciate you're busy, it's annoying, it's irritating, but it's worth it uh -huh. huh? in terms of the better use. It's worth it in the long run. Let's ca call it that way. In mm. the short run, it's expensive, but it's worth it in the long run. But let me emphasize this. Huh? Mm -hmm. Remember I talked in the, in, the, in the beginning about at some point you might need to get people off the bus. Yeah. You coach, but not forever. Okay. Not forever. Okay. You coach in the beginning, but you're clear at the end. You're like, guys, huh? this is how we roll around here. Mm. These are our values in mm. this company. Huh? Mm. So I'm supporting you to work this out. But in what? In a week, two weeks, I don't need to see this again. And if I see this behavior continuing after So again, that's more intuitive. You know when this is... Yes, yes. So, so maybe they cross a line or it just that's gets it. in. It's not working. That's it. That's it's it. It's not working. And as you do that, please document Keep yes. writing, yeah, because yes. you don't want to get into trouble. So you have memos, you have, so yes. you, you need to, you don't just arbitrarily just no, get up. No, no, no. Of course, there are some offenses that you know. Sure, sure, you're going sure, abuse, sure, sure. But sure. you're saying that if it, it has to do with people's fit, yes, you have to. Exactly. Find. Document, show that you've coached, show that you've tried, but yeah. it has to end at yeah. a certain point. If it's and, and I actually feel like, well, this I say, sometimes when you do it well, the person actually will thank you. Because yes. there, are, there are instances where this person doesn't fit into this organization. Totally. But they feel like they have to work here because yes. that's the only opportunity they yes. have. Yes. If you do it properly, one day they'll come back and say, look, it was very good you, you fired me because it helped me rethink. Yes. So I, I think that's a very important yes. process. That should not be mismatched. That of course, shouldn't be You mismatched. can't call people throughout, but you have to. Anyway, so this is point of my for Coach them well to play together. Yes, yes. And then, of course, communication is critical. Yes, communication is critical. Um, we've talked about clear values and expectations for all of them. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Let me come to the last one. Huh? Yeah. It's something you've alluded to. It's okay. creating a conducive environment mm -hmm. for them to thrive. Huh? Mm -hmm. And let me give you an example. Mm -hmm. I worked with a, a team leader once huh? mm -hmm. who, I mean, she had an absolutely amazing team, collaborating fantastically, but mm -hmm. they worked in a bigger company that was literally cutthroat, competitive, toxic, 
undermine. So each time the team would try and do things differently, they'd get back into the bigger, you know, company atmosphere, mm. and just, they'd be like, nah, no, this is not working. Eh? Mm. The other thing that they would also see is that, just what you alluded to, you were saying, as leaders, you have to set the tone for what needs to happen within other teams. So we talked about breaking silos. Mm -hmm. uh, so having different departments start mm -hmm. to work with each other. If they can see that within the senior management team, mm -hmm. they are not working together, they are not a team, mm. why do you expect uh, the that the different, exactly. Yeah? Mm. So the conducive environment means mm. one, you model it mm -hmm. right from the top, but the broader organizational culture mm -hmm. has to be one that's collaborative and rewards collaboration. It's not rewarding the divas, the, mm. what did you call them, the, the ones who are the always prima want, the prima donnas. Huh? Mm. If people start to see that that's what's rewarded in the organization mm. and collaboration is seen, as, ah, you are a wuss, why are you even doing that? Who cares about that? then they won't do that. Eh? Mm. So it's create an enabling environment for that to happen. Provide resources for the team to succeed, mm -hmm. coach them, all of that. So that's the final principle. So there's a responsibility on leadership, not just the atmosphere, but also the resource. That's it. The resources yes. for them to, to work. To make sure that they thrive. Otherwise, they get frustrated and they're mm -hmm. like, what's even the point? Eh? Mm. So again, perfect example. Eh? You put a team together to mm -hmm. organize the staff retreat. Mm -hmm. You give them no resources, no time, no backing. They'll be like, what's the point? We can't even do this thing well. Mm -hmm. It's just going to be a failed achievement. Huh? Mm -hmm. So that's the kind of resourcing and support teams. So you're giving me five bullet points yes. for building winning teams. We can just go through uh, for those who tune in later, those who have not been following. So number one, get mm -hmm. the right people on the bus. Huh? Select the right people to be part of the team. Don't just look for expertise and skills. Also look, look for the right fit in terms of attitude and values. Number two, get the right people in the right seats. Make sure people are playing to their strengths. They're mm -hmm. in the right roles. Huh? Number three, focus on collective results. Don't mm -hmm. just appraise people on their individual complement by ensuring they're praised against team collaboration and achieving things collectively. Mm -hmm. Four, coach them to play well together, particularly mm -hmm. paying attention to things like conflict. Huh? And five, create a conducive environment for wow. them to thrive. So to end, of all the things a company has, from the idea itself to its physical resources, to the product and to its people, would you seriously say that the people are the most important 100%. You even blink an I eye. I don't even blink an eye. I don't even wow. blink an eye. It's all about your people. It is Serious. all about your people. of the industry. Well, no, it depends on the industry. No, for sure. I mean, if your thing is about selling widgets, <laughs> <laughs> then maybe it's about the quality of your widgets. But you still need people to sell but them. But generally, you them say central. That they should always people, be people. central. Huh? And so yeah. that's why, to me, leadership yeah. is about people. people. My reflection, I was talking to the team last week. And it just occurred to me that of all the resources of a company, people are the only resource that appreciates. And I, was oh. say, and I was saying that, for example, if you bought a car or you built a studio or you bought a camera, as soon as you buy it, it begins to depreciate. That's but the only, the only thing that, so you could pick somebody who started out as a security guy, you train him to do floor management. Now he's a camera guy, he's a director. Wow. So in 10 years, you've added value to the person. Wow. So I was like, if, if, if human beings are the most important resource, they basically means they are the ones that can appreciate in value. But the key word is they can. 
if you yeah if you do, do the right thing if you have the right leadership yes. like you have done yes, huh? yes. but i have we walked try. into it's companies not it's not easy it's i know not, we try. but you walk into companies and people have depreciated that that is that is funny because for me i would have said that if you are in a company that has no added value to you you have to leave but you know the reality growing. of the economy people will always say yeah but but yeah but, but if but, you're but. not growing in an organization then you have to have an exit I plan. I agree. I agree. You know what I mean? So because there's, my personal view is that there's always somewhere that you will thrive. For sure. For sure. You, so if you are, and the, the point is that you may not always start from there. Sure. So you could be in an organization that has nothing to do with your skill sets, but there are a few things you have to learn. Sure. So you, you can still give off your best. Sure. But and I, you can still be willing to learn exactly. and look for opportunities. Yeah. Because to me, progression and appreciation is yeah. not necessarily about always moving up. Huh? Because with SMEs, we're fairly flat. Uh, yeah. How many levels can you actually move up? But mm -hmm. if you're learning new things, if you're gaining exposure, mm -hmm. if you're not the same person you were five years ago, then you yeah. can say you've well, appreciated it. I set out to interview you, but it looks like you've interviewed yes, me. Yes, I have. <laughs> it's always that, a joy. That, that was your plan. <laughs> that was my plan. Anyway, it's a good idea because sometimes in discussions, more insights come up. Yes. I've been talking to Taka Wori of Busa Africa. Before you go, though, how can people get in touch with you? Okay. What's your website? How can yes. we reach you? So it's bosara-africa.com. Mm -hmm. yeah. And do connect with me also on social media, LinkedIn, Twitter, mm -hmm. all using my name. So that's T-A-A-K-A, Awori. Yes. And Busara, B-U-S-A-R-A, Africa. Dash Africa. Dash, that, dash is very yes, important. Yes, dash africa.com. Yeah. Wonderful. Thank you for listening Thank to you. another edition of the show. My name is Bernard Avle. This is the, the City Breakfast Show. The City Breakfast Show. Rise above the noise. Unleashing the power of relevant radio. This is City. Some girls nowadays them ask for some cryptocurrency. It's a different thing how we do in the 21st century. Jesus. Get the money call anytime and it is an emergency Before you can take care of Give me my money, my money, man We on a new level now 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 Welcome back. 9.55. Music coming from Kwame Eugene and Rotimi for this one, Cryptocurrency. Before we head out, there were a few announcements in line with the government of Ghana's digitalization agenda. First, Atlantic Bank's collection platforms provide corporate institutions, SMEs and individuals easy and convenient payment services for the following. GRA payments and uh, government agencies. Post, uh, postpaid and prepaid ECG payments are SNIT tier 1 pension contributions. No more waiting in queues or dealing with complicated forms at government offices. Our collection platforms make payments easy. Say goodbye to the stress and hassle of payments and switch to First Atlantic Bank's payment platform today. First Atlantic Bank refreshingly different. Standard Water has been giving us water for over 25 years. 
they are in 11 regions and they are expanding and they've got uh, water that's available for purchase from supermarkets, retail shops, and delivery trucks. Call Standard Water on 0202-055703 or 0547-334385. Mutual is 10 years old. Join them to celebrate a decade of greatness. They have a superior customer service uh, platform. They've got 16 hours. A uh, call center that runs for 16 hours and a WhatsApp chat button, a self-service portal for easy, ac- easy accessibility. Call Old Mutual on 0501-579-204. Visit oldmutual.com.gh for more info. Old Mutual do great things every day. Now, the GRA is reminding uh, um, all tax agents, um, all withholding tax agents, including VAT withholding agents appointed by the Commissioner General, that withholding taxes must be paid to the Domestic Tax Revenue Division of the GRA by the 15th of every month. So withholding taxes for May will therefore be due today, the 15th of June 2023. Get in touch with the GRA. Visit taxpayersportal.com to file your returns there. And you can get to the GRA at info at gra.gov.gh or WhatsApp 0552 or 0 now on the 20th of june climate change will be the main heart of uh, the second edition of the environmental sustainability summit this year's theme is climate change and its impact on food systems and sustainable sustainable environment it's happening at the alisa hotel region accra tuesday january 20 time 9 a.m now, the impact of climate change on global food systems cannot be overemphasized. That's why we are having this conversation. Now, the second edition of the Environmental Sustainability Summit is powered by the BNFT with support from BOST, Ghana Port and Harbour Authority, Unilever Ghana, Minerals Income and Investment Fund, and Access Bank Ghana. Media partners, Happy FM, ETV Ghana, City FM, YFM, and Asasi Radio. Call 020-945-7427 for further details. ECG is gone cashless. The ECG is saying that download the Power app and you can conduct your business with them anytime, anywhere. You can top up credit for your smart prepaid meter. You can access payment from mobile money wallets, Visa and MasterCard for ECG transactions. You can report faults, do all these wonderful things. Call ECG on 0302-611-611. ECG help ecg serve you better all right uh, i think we can do a couple of comments which we have several people talking about the the momo the momo the loan please forgive us uh, just if we're using it as a shorthand but but that's not correct uh this one says i want to keep my name off for this uh, online learning apps discussion i'll be grateful if you can help uh, propagate this message to the institutions for them to be uh, clamp down this online learning apps published my pictures to my employers when i didn't even apply for a loan as we speak i have lost my job as a result of that oh that's really true oh, that's that's that's, that's right. troubling this okay, one says let's uh, take a final message. Okay, this one says please unfortunately people who patronize these loans are artisans who don't even listen to news to even know what's going on about 80 percent of these artisans are introduced by their peers we just listen to the peers, um, the experiences they have, and uh, they don't get to read the agreements. Unfortunately, they are not even listening 
uh, to these insightful discussions. And before mm. we go, let me say a happy birthday, a 70th birthday to Mr. Mark Newson. Um, we wish you God's blessing, long life, good health and prosperity. Um, from Mrs. Margaret Magnussen, the children, um, grandchildren and entire family. Also from friends of Ebenezer Presbyterian Men's Fellowship. Mm. And it's coming in from my friend, my good friend, Richard. Richard, Richard, Richard. Yeah, so that's what it is. Uh, yep. We are done for the day. Yep, uh, we're, uh, we're back tomorrow. Yeah, we're back tomorrow. Of the City God willing, we'll be back, back here. Yeah. Yeah. And to uh, do it for for God and country yeah, for the republic council council oh, you know. council is okay hire quite home